Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Yeah, I know. Because I can't get right. This is cutthroat. This burns as words pop from a snub nose. This curt meant skirt and I give a fuck mode. Because I can't get right. Because I can't get right. Hey, this is Can't Get Right with uh, me, Kurt Metzger, and uh, and I got very uh, special, special guest, America's Sweethearts, I, I think is the, the right nickname for them, Brian Long and uh, Danny Polishuk. Is it Polishuk? Hey, Polishuk, Polishuk. Polish cock. And it's just a couple of dudes known to show up on time. Oh, yeah. I don't think you guys need to put your computer privilege above me. Just a couple punctual <laughs> men that we we see. Kurt wants us there at five. We take that seriously. He's lollygagging around, good. putting beard cream in. The beard's looking um, good, though. It's it's. Uh, I gotta trim it actually, but that's easy of you to say. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> how's the uh, how's the old boys cast doing? I keep seeing clips of it. On my YouTube's feeds. Clips channel's cooking, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, numbers yeah. are keep going up pretty like steadily. So very cool. We might we were talking about it. we might do a few live pods. Jiverdon Jiverdon can't get right live? No, I should though. I would like to. Um uh I gotta uh Wait, well, I'll tell you a good one that we fucking we just covered recently that I was just thinking about again today because you know everything's about um you know normalizing stuff and then <laughs> That's the guys have started yeah, yeah, it's all about like normalizing kind of weird shit, right? Uh, you know, and then uh, basically mostly pedophilia, but oh yeah, yeah. Now Danny was saying that today. The right hates pedophilia, and the left. Uh, what were you saying? The left hates left hate. everything else, whatever. Yeah, Trump, just but, don't oh, touch them when they're adults. That's it's like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But the the guys have started to get wind of this and use it. And there was one uh, where they started saying that uh, guys who can't get it up is just non-normative erections. So. <laughs> So just erectile dysfunction is called a non-normative yeah, erection. Yeah, it's baby. Yeah, it's yeah. a non-normative erection. I don't know why this, you're this putting is your... It, they somehow figured out a way to call their soft dick an erection. <laughs> is it Still like... Somehow a, shoehorn that in. Like you're I dating mean, some Brooklyn chick and she was like, you can't get it up. And you're like, wow, it's called a non-normative erection. You heard of it? If anything, they could be more pleasurable. You just have to open up your fucking bigot mind. It's like <laughs> scooping mashed potatoes into it, as uh, Keith Robinson would say. Wait, but that's not even an erection, though. I mean, I don't mean it is he... now. It's just a non-normative one. If that's right, the can thing. You, can, can you show us your glass again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you drinking out of a... <laughs> it's a measuring cup. As far as I'm concerned, this is an erect cup of water right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> all that stuff kind of swishing around inside. You as far as I'm concerned, that's a rock. This is a non-normative a... ice. <laughs> yeah, you should be drinking out of a Pyrex uh, measuring thing. <laughs> And just not don't bring it up. Just like take sips yeah. out of it occasionally. Uh. <laughs> That's non-normative ice in there. We're we're okay. Wait. So this is the only thing I don't understand. Is a non-normative erection was this a, like an article you read or is this like a joke that? Yeah, yeah. No, I was in an article. Yeah. Is it? 
But yeah, it's not yeah, an so erection. It's a the opposite of an erection. Well, that's the thing. It's so you see, your, you see erection as binary. Exactly, right? You're living oh, in like an true. erection binary. I you have can't... two erections? <laughs> Go ahead. It, erections are a spectrum as long as you're not a zero. <laughs> erections are a spectrum is a great... <laughs> <laughs> not to be yeah, honest, well you can you can literally like not to be confused just... with danny had sex when it's erections on the spectrum <laughs> <laughs> i got to uh, bring that up for when you do the blue chew spot later, <laughs> later after the episode. <laughs> yeah. would you are you sick of having these non-normative erections <laughs> exactly would you like phobic full erection <laughs> your phobic full erections we want to bring you into the 2022 century to, Dude, with a full you, uh uh um no, no, you guys are both giving me a huge erection. I don't want to, I, I want to make that Oh, I'm hard right now. Yeah, that's why yeah, I adjusted the camera up just to see my face. I was trying to tone the erection down with that cup of non-normative ice. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys, uh, um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. This was, it was like a really... You were going to say that you support pedophiles, but the, um, the, <laughs> <laughs> just slip it in. Have you seen that? That is a bit, that is really, really popping off on the, cause you know, the same reason the right always, the right wing guys always sort of had a taste for telling people what to do or whatever mm -hmm. they found. That's the big moral one of, of, you know, that's their, uh, you well, don't make fun of trans strong. people. Well, you, USA yeah. Today just like had the thing that they deleted their tweet and they're like, you know, we don't know everything about pedophilia, but it's not like whatever, as bad as everybody thinks or like something to that effect. And everybody's like, what? Yeah, yeah. They, well, they do have a point that, you know, on the other side of it, it's, you know, having in post being like, actually, my dad's a pedophile and it's pretty, actually pretty fine. <laughs> it's pretty chill. No, USA Today was, <laughs> no, USA Today was like literally, they were also like the Huffington Post angle. They're essentially saying like, look, just like because you're a pedophile doesn't mean you abuse kids. Like you just might like be a pedophile, but you don't like do anything Yeah, but it's a it. pederast is where you That's do it, argument. right? Is that no, the, I saw, uh, 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 you know, Vito. Yeah, yeah. No, Vito. He he was like arguing about all these people online about this recently. Wait, Vito, the the YouTube guy. Yeah, yeah, the one that was um, at Netflix. Like trash my friend that had uh, Alex Jones on, and then oh, he's always he had, getting into trouble. But he's he had to make up for it by going to the Chappelle per. I talked to. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You, you introduced me. He's always getting everyone mad and then redeeming himself. What's the guy's name? That's your friend that I met. Nick. Nick Masterson. Yeah, because yeah. when I saw that, I'm like, I bet that guy. Because I heard Dick Masterson kind of like taking him to task for that. He's always making fun of them. And, um, they got a funny relationship. And he told me he's like, "Yeah, I made him go to that march to make up for <laughs> to make up for his fucking stupid." Well, he was arguing with a bunch of people because his point was sort of like the two sides of it. The one point is essentially like, "Well, listen, like there's all these pedophiles that they're they don't they can't go get therapy or whatever because essentially you know you have to essentially tell people that you're a pedophile and there's so much stigma on that that why would you as, ever bring it up you just why would you ever bring it up right take so, it to your grave and don't touch anyone that's well his uh, <laughs> and i guess the argument on that side is that you know which is kind of louis touched this, on this in his special but the argument on that side is like if you actually were to say you know we accept that this is a problem some people have then maybe we could treat it and then that would lead to less kids but my argument which i don't think their argument is like whatever just they should be the wood chip so conversion whatever, right? therapy is what it <laughs> they say that about conversion therapy essentially right <laughs> but i think that the any sort of history shows that the more you normalize things it actually makes it happen more like it you even right. if you look at something that's not good go to good uh like a positive or a negative thing like even like a type of music that like you know is they might say this is a weird thing to listen to like a fucking some weird like goth noise music right well look at more the, you, yeah. the more you're like 
oh, it's actually fine to like it. But the more you talk about things, like things just become social contagions. So I think the more no. that you sort of like accepted it, there would be potentially certain amount of people that it would help and certain more people that would probably act on it because now they'd be able to find their communities. It's the same thing as when you send people to conversion gay camp and then you just actually put a bunch of gay kids together. You know what I mean? And then that'd be a more gay. I think if you, especially <laughs> on- <laughs> It's a more gay. <laughs> they come out of it twice as gay. We got, right? we got some bad news. Come back. You know, he's actually- they went more... in, Well, they went in, they were just like a normal gay guy and they come out, they're, you know, doing the parties with the leather, the, the whole thing. The poppers. Like a... <laughs> they're Do doing poppers. <laughs> I, I think it may just make people find their communities and probably the aggregate would- would probably be more pedophiles i think but you know whatever that you don't think that they're the amount of pedophiles is just fixed regardless of the culture well you could say that about anything i think that there is a certain amount of people that like for example the trans thing you go no. there's a certain amount yeah. of people that were that but then there's a certain amount of people that are uh the amount that people are flexible with things is also yeah, yeah, a part yeah. of their uh, like there's I, certain people yeah. that are very like easily swayed by social contagions certain yeah. people are going to commit suicide certain people are going to commit suicide when it kind of becomes a Wait, social hold phenomenon on. question is contagion a canadian way of saying it, it? or no, are you just saying it like like you're <laughs> contagion <laughs> <laughs> no, well, fancy because you know uh, I, I say TikTok, contagion. Yeah. <laughs> On fucking TikTok, that's a thing where where everybody's copying the cool Tourette's girl that has all these ticks. So then a whole bunch say? of girls now have Tourette's. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> we talked about that on the podcast. It was like, they were yeah, like I thought that was you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's called TikTok. TikTok. You get you get some TikToks from it. When you... <laughs> <laughs> um, also, there's a. What was the, the what was her thing though? What was her it, Tourette's? What she do? She go, we play a clip of she. She goes, that's gay, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's man. gay kyle she burst out so we were using it as a clip oh, on no. kyle's show Every she said so her gay like, character has tiktok so her she gay just can't help it no, but no, they, she has no she's not a character she has, oh i thought she was person. saying like but she's like i thought you were saying it's multiple for no apparent reason she'll be talking just says that's gay kyle i don't there's no kyle she's just saying kyle because that's of oh that's one of her quirks that's yeah. one of her, well, her you had that sort of quirk, Danny, that every time you were looking in the mirror, you say, that's gay Danny, and it was sort of part of your thing. <laughs> but dude, that thing you just said before about making it more normal, I think I think you're right because, uh, you know that tribe in New Guinea that they're different now. In the 90s, they kind of dropped this practice. Called Quest from the 90s. It was called a tribe called Quest. It was uh, in New Guinea. <laughs> like, you know, that's where there was like headhunters and stuff still and like uh, the, yeah, yeah, the, all the cargo uh, cults are New Guinea. But, not you know, all the tribes are different. It's just one tribe, their manhood, or their right of manhood was like, basically the boys have to just suck a guy's dick a lot and like, <laughs> and you make it awful. It's almost like, like torture, but not just the right. fucking dick sucking part. That's probably the most pleasant part of the awful things. And, um, when anthropologists would talk to the tribe, they're like, yeah, we don't actually like this, but it's like, how else are you going to become a man, you know? Right, yeah. Way. So what it's I like think is... like a lacrosse is, team, sort of. <laughs> yeah, you got to put a pine cone like in your ass to give 110%. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I think it that's... It happens a, in the, that tribe in Africa, and then it also happens at uh, Yale Lacrosse uh, Frosh. <laughs> well, it's somebody... Everybody does the same shit wherever you go, except what do you make rules about? And then that creates like a mute. That's what I think. It makes like a yeah, mutation. No, I think so so yeah. like everybody has pedophiles, but then depending on the laws, it'll, it'll start affecting society so like greece or whatever like that's you know that's like a, such a did you ever see the alex the great uh, alex the great alexander the great movie that oliver stone made with uh that irish actor is colin ferguson is that his name colin ferguson? No, Car so. farrell colin, jesus colin ferguson's uh, the long island shooter so. colin Craig farrell ferguson's the other guy <laughs> colin farrell colin plays, ferguson's the guy on the subway right 
Yeah, that's wrong. Shot up but, the subway and then he defended himself. I remember this SML. Yeah, he did a great job too. I, <laughs> people don't give him enough credit, but for a crazy guy, he really. So he would like ask witnesses who he shot. Did you really see me? I'm like, yes, I looked yeah, at you like, shooting me. <laughs> oh wait, he represented himself. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, and they were like, and, and he, they would be like, point out who shot you, and they like pointed at him, and he goes. I think you're uh, not remembering this correct. <laughs> oh, my God. Insane. Yeah, yeah he has his Ferguson. hair done all different. And... <laughs> so, but Colin Farrell is Alexander the Great. And in that movie, there's a scene. His dad's Val Kilmer, Philip of uh, Macedonia, right? Is, And um, he's abusive and shit. And he has one eye. And they show this big party. And he grabs some dude who, like, works for him. Just drags him off to rape him, basically. And the guy's screaming. Because they're just having a fun party, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then... Uh, I found out later that's not what actually happened. That the and then the guy kills him in the movie. The guy who he raped they added kills him. that in. No, they were lovers. They they weren't. He wasn't. It wasn't rape. All the guys just had a boyfriend. Do you think his estate was kind of like when you do the movie, just like make sure that everyone knows <laughs> I wasn't. Philip of <laughs> yeah, Philip of Macedonia's <laughs> estate. Well, his the guy who killed him. So don't the make guy him was seem a, like he's some fairy out here. You know what I mean? It happened against his will. Yeah, well, the, it's a weird thing because the real story is more interesting, which is that's what they well, I guess they got to take it out for movies that people, you know, like the Spartans aren't as cool when you realize that it was like required to, you know, we had no gays in the military. Well, the Spartans, you had an older man partner that would you fucking suck each other because it created more cohesion. Like, yeah. I'm not fighting for the my country. I'm fighting for the guy next to me who. Di whose yeah. dick I suck. <laughs> like, yeah. That's and, one uh, way of team building, I guess. It's Another team building. That's what it, yeah. yeah. And that's like what you're saying with lacrosse for real. Like those things right. are team building exercises. Some are just more yeah. extreme than others. <laughs> but uh I mean get a girl in there and then it's double team building exercises that I can get behind. No pun uh, intended. No, that that'll screw up the it. army. It's gotta be guy on yeah, guy yeah. or it ruins cohesion. You're not <laughs> Yeah. As soon as a girl gets in, you know, yeah, no, I mean it's each other out in the army. I think there's a move by like certain like you know academic like fucking hold on sorry it's, it's fucking Kyle that's so gay Kyle sorry I have a tech that's uh, what he said he goes hey I heard you he's like I want to give you a shout get some team building uh, next Thursday dude I noticed <laughs> I noticed a move like recent well like around the Trump time you know and I was Keep dating uh, remember so I remember I was dating Annie and like before we were dating she was in a whole like I hate men. I feel like politically I should be a lesbian, even though I just can't get into eating pussy. You know, like there's like they'll <laughs> be like social. Yeah. yeah, there's like social moves. I mean, fucking Lisa Traeger's a lesbian now, supposedly. Well, I mean, that's I actually it. the contagion Ryan's saying. It's like there's yeah, like, that's the yeah. Contagion. Once that, it becomes that, yeah. So and I mean, just, you even see with girls, it's more likely girls are more likely to change behavior based on you know social circumstances that's so that's right. why contagions affect them more than guys right <laughs> that's contagions. well or guys that are like kind of <laughs> kind of girl like well feminine so, masculine yeah yeah like so so that's i know like in hollywood that's you hear just like actresses you know they all know, suck a dick or watch harvey weinstein jerk off in a plant there's all these stories also the dudes <laughs> the, the bunch of dudes are are like have to do like gay shit on the down low to like make it like yeah yeah and then they're not, not like gay. the Corey Feldman the Corey Feldman thing was that was his whole thing where they all have to do all this crazy shit well that's and also kids yeah. it turns out Hollywood has something for everyone if you get into the casting <laughs> side of things yeah. what's your yeah. pick your hole that you like and you they have one of every variety it's I guess that's what you did before the internet you got into Hollywood casting <laughs> yeah yeah um and so that's like social like 
Because I'm like, what is social contagion really? Like, I get it's the thing that spreads, but like, why does it happen? And it's like, even more than the things they normally say that women are more agreeable. Well, for starters, it gets in your head. I mean, you know, it's like, but being popular, you wouldn't even know like the path, right? The more it's popular, the more you're like, oh, that's an option. But but it's an option now. What drags drags people to it, it, or I think is the need of like, well, I got to have like a successful middle-class lifestyle. Like, and if you make parameters to achieving whatever that, that lifestyle is that you should have, like, the only good, the only goals. So, for example, that but bullshit, it's like natural, like yeah, that is just when, like when, straight up incentivization behavior, right? When like when those the guitar comics that that you know who who as you know Louis famously was in trouble for asking for consent for a thing that okay, had no yeah. no contact, and they made a, and their whole thing was we were scared, which was I, I don't believe them. Like they were scared if we don't do it, what'll happen? What were you scared of? What they were afraid of was, what if I don't get hooked up in the industry later because I said, I I had autonomy over my own body to say I don't want to watch you jerk off. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. No. Like, and and I noticed there's a mental thing. All these fucking articles you read, like Atlantic style, kind of articles of you know the type of thing where like a chick's like my my boyfriend's sexual orientation is ruining our our relationship kind of articles. Yeah, <laughs> Those yeah, kind yeah, of people, yeah. they all think in terms of like. Okay, the first greater good is that I'm a successful and I achieve all my fucking career and dreams and shit. That's the number one greatest good. So anything I have to do along the way, then they make little... So some of these people were like, well, if I had to choose between my career and not watching a guy jerk off or not sucking a dick, like, I'm going to suck a dick. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, and it's like, um, you know, it is cultural, but it's it's weird to see like how often these things can like come up again over and over and it, you know ancient greece is like everybody has to fuck a guy but it, i see that shit coming up now and and the more it gets where you've got like an extremely like wealthy f- people that are so ridiculously rich they could fucking pay to make media and entertainment tell you to be gay <laughs> like, they have so much money they're like i think people we need a lot less of this like bre and then and then ultimately it's like cutting down on the uh, breeding population because now I'm starting to hear shit where all these countries are worried about their population growth. Oh, it's and the fucking, biggest, uh, yeah, it's a big issue. In yeah, because everybody, so. does, even immigrants, they all do the same shit when they come in. They're like, oh, we can, we should plan ahead a little bit and not have all these kids. Like the survival strategy changes once you have a little bit of like, <laughs> you know, like, like. Uh, and security. also it changes a little bit when you're like sort of in, in a culture that values like individualism as well. Right. Like oh, if for you sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you kind of get into. Well, you that's know, not you even get into necessarily this... in Japan. Like Japan is they're actually not an individual culture, but they. Oh, just, that's a good point. They just think fucking's gross. And so they don't want to do it. <laughs> Dude, I, that what <laughs> I love. Like, gross. They literally a, are yeah. like they're like they think it's disgusting. That's yeah. why they have. I can't porn. imagine they do. That's yeah. you know that. Like, they have the yeah. reason tentacle porn is a thing is because back when they would be carving dirty pictures in wood blocks, it was <laughs> illegal to show male female penetration. So to get her, but you but you got to jerk off to something going into something, right? So they would draw pictures <laughs> of octopuses fucking the women. That's where the tentacles come from. Yeah. From it's octopuses, and so the weird being weird about a regular thing creates an entire like side perversion oh yeah and now and it's like real like like they're saying that japan in like the year i think it was like 2100 or something is going to have the same population as it does today oh yeah maybe like, i mean it's yeah, gonna yeah, be all of us that, which is crazy even well, even the, yeah. that's because they won't take immigrants right but even well, it's, immigrants it's though it doesn't possible culture to assimilate to the the thing is 
I was just watching a thing about this. And the immigrants will come in. Just that, because of the blurry That point. doesn't raise birth rate. That raises the population of the country. But once people mm-hmm. get here and if they start getting, you know, start making it, then they don't have kids. So it doesn't yeah. really yeah. fix it. It just creates more old people. And yeah. that's, I think Spain is like one of the most fucked up places with that because uh, like their wealth inequality or whatever is all people over 50 or 60 because the way the pensions and shit work it so if you want to fire someone who's over a certain age it'll cost you like a quarter million million uh span spain bucks whatever they use <laughs> but you can fire a younger person without having to worry about the bureaucracy of like how the i don't know the state pension thing so now they have this bizarre situation where all the poor un- unemployed people are young and all their so they live with their parents and all the, their parents have jobs yeah. forever that they can't get fired from like the worst excess of a union job you know we kind of talk about this a decent amount, but it's like even when, because right now there's all these like protests against this stuff in South Asia where it's like the 20 year old guys there think they're getting a bad shake or whatever. And it's like all of these policies that like rejig everything, they, they, cause they'll be like, oh, this helps women. It's like, well, it hurts men or whatever, but really it hurts 20 year old men and doesn't hurt 60 year old men. Right. So it's like, you have yeah, right. to, it's like, there's like turn- one more, yeah, there's one more thing in the like intersectionality. which is a huge huge thing because okay the basic premise of the intersectionality doesn't seem objectual yes you're different based on different things about your like uh, i don't know why you need a class to learn well but then you go these are the only seven of them that matter though but then they don't (laughs) yes right and then you just get changes but then (laughs) they don't like for people that are talking about intersectionality or or especially they, they also like the environment like they don't the stuff that is hurting these men is also hurting women their age like you can't like harm one one gender and whatever it's going to ultimately harm oh, especially ones. once people start getting married and stuff too yeah 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 it fu- and so well, so yeah, the, 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 you say the household like just has you know well the, the people you hear saying the stupidest feminist shit like the the clucking hen yenta <laughs> nonsense you know the the, the the like the not ringing a bell you live in new york so you know a bunch of and i know and i was around there long enough to see from when i was tw- in my 20s to where the sex in the city gal ends up and it ain't pretty like for most of them it ain't pretty like they don't marry mr big they just get older and crazier and they go on twitter a lot yeah it depends on your career yeah and that's not everywhere that's the cities and the and the cities are set up where they fuck you over more if you're not if like yeah okay poor you're fucked wherever right but that class of people that are like trying to strive for the for the liz lemon having it all in the city female version of Scarface thing that they thought they were all going to get. They're fucked the most because then they don't have kids. Half of them should have had kids. They weren't the unique, the unique. Snowflake. That's the thing. Some people aren't unique, but some people are, you know, there are, I, I don't think if I don't have them. kids, it's not, I'm not going to have, but it is your, it kind of is goes back to the normalizing thing where it's like, yeah, if you are, there are, is a certain type of person that's like cutthroat. I'm going to get what I want and blah, blah. Like, you know, I was, I was listening to like, you know, Tucker Max, Oh, I, dude. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, he, yes. was, he was mm-hmm. on like James Altucher podcast. And I remember he's like kind of had some things that I like, but he was sort of talking a lot about, you know, that everyone kind of enters these uh, hierarchies or whatever, whereas really you need to leave the hierarchy. And it was just like, yeah, if you want to leave the hierarchy, but it's like, you're Wait, just what, not playing the game anymore. What, sort of. what hierarchy is he talking about? Well, he was saying whatever you enter, like comedy has its own hierarchy. You know what I mean? And right. everyone's kind of, it was very like, you know, he did acid and it's like everyone's living in like the schism of these hierarchies, right? And it was like, what sure. you need to do is escape the hierarchy. And it was kind of like, 
Yeah, what you're just saying, you like don't play the game at all and now be like this other guy that's sort of outside the system and make that work and whatever. But for some women or for some people, you are set out to like, you know what? I just like when yeah, Arnold right. Schwarzenegger always says, he goes, when I was here to uh, be the strongest man in the world or whatever, when he was winning the competition, you know, my fucking car could get robbed. My His dad died and he didn't go to the funeral. He was like, all that I care. And dude, it's true. You could say that about kids think they might step out after and be like, fuck, uh, I wasted all this time doing this thing. But at the time you were trying to win. So I think some people like are very like, I'm here to fucking yeah. win this goal. So, but other people aren't like that. And then when they start playing that game of like, all that matters is my career. It's like, nah, you're not this person. You'd be happier just having like a life you like in a fucking Well, you know what they do? They go, I'm saying- You're not they, built like, for that. Like, you're not built for that kind of life. Yeah, like when I got in stand-up, I, I already failed out of a bunch of other things. So all my <laughs> yeah. eggs, all my eggs are in one basket. So it was like- and I, I definitely, when I started, I had like, ooh, I want to be famous. Like, when, you, when you're young and you think that's a fucking great thing, you know, and then you slowly realize how shit works and maybe that's not you what kind you of, want. Kind of got what, you kind of made a career and kind of... No, no, I right? did, but what I'm saying is... Sort of worked. I was into the thing, like, I was into comedy itself to the, to the exclusion of all else. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how many people were like, you know, they're like, well, I want to be an actor, or they were into the shit that they imagine you get from it the most so i, I mean people aren't honest if you're into go, acting you probably should like being famous or whatever because it's like i don't know just like my whole day is just watching acting tapes and studying acting it's yeah, like i mean you should suck just a dick to get there bullshit. too you're, you're <laughs> yeah, yeah or just suck it actors are whores <laughs> <laughs> That's how actors... much bullshitting can you do right that's yeah, literally just lying dude kyle's making me laugh so hard yesterday because he he picked up alec baldwin pretty quick that impression of alec baldwin he's good at it Oh yeah, dude. He put up. A, well, I saw the one his... you just busted. Yeah. So, so we did a whole episode of just Alec Baldwin and Kyle. Like, he really does know how to nail because he's like, I can act my way out of anything. Like he. <laughs> That's he, pretty good. Yeah. And he picks up on there, like Alec Baldwin impression is he's like whispering, but he's losing his temper by the end of the <laughs> sentence. <laughs> this is Kyle picked out is hilarious. Like he, he, he nailed it. And then, and then the thing that we worked on with it is like. Is like when you're mad, always go back to smiling. Like, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's okay. Like, like reassuring He's them. He's seething through your teeth a little bit. Yeah. And it makes me laugh so goddamn much that act. And it's like this bull. I don't know if you've ever watched anything about Alec Baldwin aside from his gun shooting interviews, but he was in a movie called um, Seduced and Abandoned. Okay. On H it's still probably on HBO. It's a documentary about him and James Toback. You know the director James Toback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who had he got he, me too, right? Yeah, because he would get young actresses to to pinch his nipples while he jerks off in the park. <laughs> <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> and um, he's like a fucking scumbag. So they want to make this movie. It's all about how they're going to Cannes to get funding for this movie. Okay, that. This piece of shit movie they want to make. I'm like, why don't you just fund it yourselves? No, that's beyond the. Of course not. Like, and they're demanding all this money for a movie that is basically like Last Tango in Paris. <laughs> Did you ever see Last Tango in Paris? No. It's like a cross between Nine and a Half Weeks and Last Tango in Paris. Last Tango in Paris is the Marlon Brando movie where he fucks that chick with a stick of butter. It's oh like, yeah, yeah. And then she's the one. That. And that's the one where she came out and said that basically she tried to do a Me Too because she about that. Like, about that, because she goes like, I didn't know but that that was gonna happen. Oh, he improv fucking her with butter. Yeah, <laughs> he ad libbed that. Yeah, it's just yeah, non-normative sex. 
yeah, yeah, and she, yeah, and she said she goes, I didn't know that that was gonna happen. And then like forty years later, she was like, that Dude, was not okay. The things that he's saying in this like dirty movie, because I I always heard of it, but I'm like, it's not like her actual sex, or do I give a shit on a porno level, you know? But mm-hmm. the dialogue they show in they show this in Susan Abandoned. He's saying all these dirty things to her. He goes, and I want you to get a pig. I want you to something about a pig. He wants a pig to die and fart in your face while while he's coming, dude. It's so funny, and it's stuff that came right out of Marlin, like his yeah. deepest. And this director, yeah, yeah, yeah. the director, when he was like old and gross too, right? No, not quite gross oh, yet. Oh, he was just oh, he middle wasn't. aged, but he hadn't oh, okay. hit full gross. Everyone's just yeah. silent on the set after they say cut. <laughs> yeah, I would argue he hit full gross in this movie, but it's an it's an Italian <laughs> movie, and the guy said Marlon Brando wouldn't speak to him for years. Because this guy had coaxed that out of him, like his most inner whatever. This, yeah. you know, this is a guy that would like he like Marlon Brando was like kind of like I don't like where you just took me. I don't. Yeah, Marlon Brando like it's not a me too, <laughs> but it was that kind of thing of like you took advantage of me. I didn't know I was gonna be, and and uh, so that's an interesting thing actually in the documentary. But the thing that I love the most is Alec Baldwin and James Toback trying to get funding. So first, you know this guy Avi Lerner who's like an Israeli film, yeah, yeah, film. Uh, I've heard he goes. And so they, it has to be Nev Campbell. What it is is, it's like Last Tango in Paris, where and nine have weeks like, but in Iraq during the Iraq War, a really conservative reporter, and a really liberal reporter, female, they end up having like really intense exploratory sex into Crete, while the invasion's going on. Okay, and and by the way, Alec Baldwin's explaining this to a young actress he's trying to interest in the part because it's right. like really exploratory sex. Like, do you think you would be interested? And, and the actress goes, uh, the way it's described, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so unintentionally funny. At one point, Alec Baldwin goes, to make it in this business, you have to, uh, you have to abandon everything. You have to abandon your, something like your family, your something, your family. And I'm like, oh, that's a remarkably candid thing he's saying, right? Then there's a pause, and he goes, and I just couldn't do that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> He's such a pompous idiot. Okay, and, um, he's just like everybody else is shitty. But so, yeah, they're trying to. So they're trying to basically get funding from rich Jews for a yeah. fucking. And I mean, Avi Lerner's like. So they wanted Nev Campbell. James Tobeck was like, "We're not. We need this much money. We're not doing it without Nev Campbell. We're not doing that Hollywood bullshit where they say not the person." And it's pretty clear to me watching it is that James Tobeck wants to fuck Nev Campbell. At the very least, film simulated sex with Alec Baldwin and Nev Campbell because he's a fuck. You can just see it oozing off of him, and uh, nipples. Pinched. And so Avi Lerner doesn't want to fuck Nev Campbell. Basically, he's like with his actress and no. And he names like you know Scarlett Johansson. Uh, he names all the actresses that are fuckable now. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, we'll ask around. And then somebody offers them a small amount of money, which should be all, all it would take to film a fucking softcore porn with Alec Baldwin. Shouldn't take millions of dollars to film this independent <laughs> porn. Just make to create on a computer or something, and uh, they're like they can't believe that they're getting jerked around like this half the time. They oh, just yeah, can't yeah. Believe. Then they interview other directors about what it took to get their movies made, and the other directors are such pompous fucking dipshit. They're crazy. Francis Ford Coppola, my girlfriend at the time I was watching with, pointed this out. She was right. Like he's got this scarf, and he's like, and so he's like, yeah. After I made God, they they wouldn't let me make the movie I want, so I took all my Oscars and threw them out the window, and they shattered. <laughs> And then my mother show him. then my mother went outside and got all the pieces and glued them together or she took them to the academy to get replaced. 
and she was like, what is this asshole just threw his things out the window like a baby and his mom had to go pick it up and clean it for it? Like, that's, that's exactly crazy. who these people are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, and they shit. And so it's just hilarious that like the one actress, she was like German or something. She wasn't an American actress because the fat, the quickness of saying no to this piece of shit, like nightmare project, she, you know, it was like probably worse than Rust <laughs> to, to just have to be on the end of his ice cream. That is run. the funniest move for like the Alec Baldwin's type where they decide to make a movie that's like mostly them fucking hot chicks. Yeah. They, yeah. You know that like you're actually kind of going to have to do the he, scenes. You know, he's Brando did that when he was 40 or whatever or 45 yeah. and, and Al Baldwin's like, I'm like a Brando of my time. <laughs> yeah. And it's time for me to start thinking about Nick Cage really... is doing that now. He does movies where it's like nine hot chicks. They're all fighting for him and he bangs them all. He took what a movie's that? Torn his whole new catalog and they're all like a little bit campy. So he's sort of, cause Nick Cage is sort of uh, an like iconic he, fucking wacky. wacky right. But that's man, now yeah. he, he sort of like was becoming a laughing stock. And then he sort of tried to get out in front of it by being like, no, yeah, I was making, I, I was trying well, to some be like, shit. Was this his, is 3d yeah. chess of me being like wacky. Yeah. So, but yeah, it yeah, was like kind of into, like, it's into a, the whole, like, he leans into the, like, I'm sort of like being zany, but it was sort of a chicken and egg situation. I think like his movies weren't getting taken seriously. And he was like, yeah, that was the point. That's, you know, well, I would say probably, <laughs> but he he's is, always got to, but uh, you know what I would say for, is he probably is 3d chess. Cause the industry is fucking stupid. Like, like, I don't think he, if you watch like raising Arizona, he's fucking tremendous in that. Yeah. He's, he's like, made a lot of good movies, he's but always, like anyone. Then he started cranking them out and they weren't hitting. Yeah. He's like either like great or terrible. Kind. He's one of those like guys famous that we're I like, him. he's like one of my favorites. Yeah. But that's the thing. What you just described is the industry's like, Oh, he's a laughing stock. He's not cool now. And so nah, he made some move. real stinkers. Oh, dude, and... they're, they're like memes. <laughs> I, yeah. Like he's given us a lot. I and I, say. and I liked a lot of them too, so, but they're like objectively bad. <laughs> But the oh, new dude, ones, the, the every rock? one he has, like, Con dude, Air? he's 60 Ooh. years old, and he's got... Con Air is, like, one of his, I think yeah, it's Con one of his worst. Well, oh, no, Con Air was great. The movie's, like, the greatest. I was, like, like, 10 when it came out. But, no, no, I just oh, mean Con his uh, southern accent is oh, okay. terrible. <laughs> he did a better one in Raising Arizona. Yeah, but I like, that's those action stars were corny, and it was, like, positive. Yeah, but then, he, you know, whatever. He's, he's, he's done the Seagal route, where it's just so insane. But my point more is... That he he's sixty now or whatever, and yeah. every movie he has like two or three. The last one I watched, he had two or three people trying to fight over him, and then the girl's daughter wants to fuck him too. And what movie like, was this? Fuck, I do uh, want to know what it is. So I can look basically, it up. the premise of the movie is he has secret. The girl has secret powers where his wife dies, and he has secret powers where he can bring people back. The girl can bring people back to life. So she brings back to life his ex-wife and then the daughter and his ex-wife and the new girl, they're all trying to fuck him. And he's just like, keeps getting every, he just has sex with all these 25 year olds and he's oh, 60. I, thought you I can't gonna tell remember me, the fucking name of the movie. I thought you going to tell me she can bring people back to life, but she has to bang Nicolas Cage to activate, <laughs> to activate her resurrection. <laughs> no, she power. has to get strangled as the premise. So Nick Cage has to strangle her so she could bring back. Are you to joking life, or is that the premise? Dead serious. That's the premise. But oh, then Nick Cage's old wife comes back to life, but she comes back to life in a 20 year old's body there's so the most bizarre movie right at one point it sounds really interesting at one point of the movie uh nick cage is banging the girl and they look at the book she was reading and it was a book written by nick cage so they try to put these like funny things in the movie too oh i hate when they get too fucking well that's him trying to say like yeah we're trying to be funny but like before that he was probably like no but this script is pretty fire (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the the pompous fucking actor thing like that is there's this point where it's almost like it's like a Burt Reynolds 
kind of arrogance or something where yeah. it becomes like classic, like, oh yeah, that guy says he's the best. Like, or Ro- remember Robert Evans, the producer, had the kids stays in the picture. I remember the Burt Reynolds stuff though. When he told, I remember Burt Reynolds wasn't he the one out there saying like, yeah, sometimes you got to beat your wife every now. And no, 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 no. That's uh, Sean Connery. <laughs> Sean Connery. Sean yeah. Connery's like sometimes you have to slap a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you told that to Barbara Walters, I think. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then you they asked him to apologize. Them, they then he got like a gotcha moment, right? Uh, where someone brought him on after that. I think years like, later. Years later, they brought him on like a gotcha show to be like, how do you, you know, look at this moment? What do you have to say about yourself? And he goes, I don't see anything wrong that I said. Yeah, did, <laughs> do people not get something? Um, Sean Connery <laughs> is Scottish. Does anybody ever been to Scotland? It's, yeah, yeah. you, you know. <laughs> what do you oh, think no, they I'm have? Ta- Non-slappable like, women? I'm tame for Scottish standards. Yeah, like yeah, he, I said, not sometimes them. you hit. Them. He goes, <laughs> I said only sometimes you hit them. I know friends that you go slashing their faces. Yeah, and I didn't even say warning shots. <laughs> and technically, let's say you were being attacked, okay, like like with a knife by a woman, and you just slapped her. You had to do it. So I think he did nothing wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think he did nothing wrong. <laughs> it's technically true. No, he said it real cocky, like, yeah, I'm fucking James Bond. Have you not seen James Bond? I slap, you got to yeah, slap yeah. these. I had to slap pushy galore. <laughs> yeah, they do start believing they're the people, but you're right. Baldwin you? is Baldwin is probably the top of that pile of like, just, just engulfed in his own fucking smelling. His yeah, own he, Cause he came from like, and he was like very handsome, like he's. I mean, now that is true. Like, there's a few of those guys. Yeah, the, like there's Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, like Dan. Yeah, he's a great actor too. Nothing yeah, wrong. Great actor, yeah. yeah In like, his like, mind, he's still a heartthrob. That's a lot of these guys' problems too. Yes. They used to be like the hot guy. Who's the probably the most of that's Chevy Chase. When everyone's like, he's such an asshole. It's like you have to remember, he was like the fucking yeah, heartthrob. Right. Now it's just some he old was the fat most, guy, and he hasn't updated his brain. He was the most <laughs> handsome for a comedian. <laughs> yeah, was Chevy Chase. No, it's like a girl that's like a smoke show that like gets really fat and gross and still has the energy of like, I guess you'll buy me my dinner. And you're like, what the f- This is 50. Does that, had that happen to you? Like, you yeah, I'll Venmo thing. you the request. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing of them? Like, like, is that a specific incidence that you're talking about of a girl I'm that su- was super hot? Well, I think a lot of times fat? it's, I think it's a lot of times a girl that was like super hot her whole life. And then when she turns, you know, kind of starts to get in the 50s and doesn't update her mind that like, yeah, I'm like a mom or whatever. Now she sort of still wants to get the old benefits. And then she just starts to be like her only way to if, do it is if like they're a narcissist, everyone's you know, assholes. If someone's a narcissist, they're a narcissist. So like, cause I know plenty of people like chicks. I, I can think of two people off the top of my head who were like, like apparently like really fucking hot back in the day and, and they put on weight and they're totally not, they they whatever that was, they snapped out of it. But that yeah, they probably were never they snapped out of it. But they probably were never like that. You know, the, the narcissism's a thing. It's easy to get into if you're like if you're as gorgeous as a young Alec Baldwin. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, competing for attention for a regular person, it's the same as just like if you were like you know a big celebrity and then you're not a celebrity anymore. And yeah, you're like right. Walking around and or like, a rich guy like, that yeah. Why are people like stopping me in the street anymore and bugging me? Because like, <laughs> we're not a celebrity anymore. Nobody cares. Like yeah, why is not every guy not just like you know doing everything they can to help me at every given moment? You know the saddest I think thing of that cycle of people recognize you in the street to how far it could go is uh, the Rick Moranis story of Rick Moranis yeah. and everything. Okay. Now people just punch me in the face in the street for no reason. Yeah, I know. And he like he's like I'm retiring, going out on top like Derek Jeter style, and then they're fucking like 
Yeah, yeah. and he got put. And, and I don't even think it's because he was Rick Moranis. I think I think no, he was just, just like a just Jewish in the fucking <laughs> upper upper. A fucking old Jewish guy in the Upper East Side. Somebody must have just been evicted him. and had a gro- <laughs> axe to grow. <laughs> Look, he goes, the guy's like, I swear, he looked exactly like my landlord. Poor, yeah. Uh, I, Rick Moranis punched in the face randomly like a common uh, Chinese-American lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a common funny. elderly Chinese woman. He was punched by a Get black guy. the subway. <laughs> How, is that epidemic of of black on Asian crime has that subsided? I'll tell you when it's subsided. Uh, I mean, it's just not. They just don't publish. They're not talking much. about it. Well, the yeah. reason is is because everyone got wise to the fact that it was like black dudes doing it, and then they were like, "Well, this is a useless piece of information for us now." Like, yeah, yeah. What, like, what agendas does this further? Yeah, what are they going to do with that? They're like, black guys are punching Asian guys. Like, okay, what? Like, who does this? Wh- Who's yeah. well, this information? Yeah, yeah. Because that forever they were like Asian people get keep getting punched, and then they're like, let's show the footage, and they go, oh, do we dude. have any other footage? Can we do a <laughs> negative? It's like if I can get, get a negative of that footage, just <laughs> yeah, just can you get a still frame of a MAGA hat and just yeah, uh, when um Olivia Mund, I saw this PSA. In fact, here's how creepy, by the way, the internet is, where it like spies on you to to what you. Because me and Kyle were trying to figure out how to do Xi Jinping's voice for uh, the Fresh Prez thing, and Uh-oh. and like we tried. Kyle was doing like the bad guy from Raiders of the Lost Ark, but that sounded racist. He got we got a Chinese guy fo- uh, who who uh, is works at the comedy store to do it. It sounded even more racist with a real Chinese guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we're and we're sitting here joking about like trying to figure out, and we figured out the gangster thing. But we had this conversation in front of his computer. His computer started running. Stop Asian hate ads on everything which i suspect is because like also even better though if you were kind of out here being like you know let's go punch some asians that's that and that's and then the stop asian hate come thing comes on you go you know what they've been through enough hey like, computer that is right <laughs> yeah i suddenly my years of hatred is now washed away by this olivia munn so anyway this ad comes on of olivia munn and it was after that massage that massage parlor shooting where that was one where the media was like out of their minds because it, it wasn't a hate i mean i guess a hate crime against like you know women or prostitutes you can yeah really that's what it argue. was yeah but but the guy Me and danny barely made it out of the parlor alive <laughs> well this olivia mungo's they were the, like seven something were killed simply because they were asian i'm like no that's that's absolutely not why the guy I mean, the guy was addicted yeah, he was a bible nut who thought he was bad for going to whorehouses and so, if anything, he liked well, Asians like a little too bombs, much. That's like saying someone bombs a bank and it was like an anti-Semitic like, terrorist attack. But also, when generally when people do hate <laughs> crimes and that then they right. get, but yeah, and they do people do hate crimes and then they ask, they get caught and they go, usually they're pretty proud of their hate crime. They're like, yeah, that's exactly what I did. Like, that's the point. And they ask him, he goes, no, no, I had nothing to do with that. He's like, like he said himself, they asked him, they go, was this like, because they were Yeah, he had a like, message no. about prostitution. He, well, he was like, yeah, I, I'm addicted to going to this place. And... But like generally the people and who I... do the hate crimes, they're like, was this a hate crime? And he's like, yeah, that's fucking the point. Like, yeah, um, if, it, if, a, if a hate crime falls in a forest, I mean, there's no point in even doing it unless it, you're getting the message across. I feel like it's, it's past the debate on hate crimes because it's a thing. But at the time when it came out, it didn't seem like a, <laughs> it seemed like, like, um, kind of a thorny thing because as soon as you hear something like hate crimes are up i had like i had this this comic suba on a couple episodes ago it's just something yeah, I I hate, you know and i've heard this a million times i just heard it was like you know when trump was in office it 
like hate crimes went up. And first of all, what are the crimes? Is it like assault or is it like someone put a, you know, somebody thought a pull string was a noose on their garage or something? Number one. <laughs> number two, what are the races committing to hate crimes? Because when I looked it up, the ones is it in LA, someone writing something in a message board? Is that a yeah, hate crime? But uh, even yeah. the violent ones, like in, in California, LA specifically, was Mexican on black. Like there was gang shit. Like right, they, they gang shit. And they're, they're putting which, that under the hate crime category. Yeah, but a hate crime could be a million and one fucking things ranging from like, oh my God, to like, I don't give a shit, you know? So yeah. it's very strange to have a, crime, a a thing that encompasses everything from like salty language to murder. <laughs> like that Dude, just I seems saw like- an article that was like a bit ago that was that said uh, uh, racism is at an all-time high. <laughs> I think it probably is because when you figure in anti-racism, then it, it like well, doubles. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking before they were born. Always. That's a, a, probably what so a lot of this is. From yeah. when I was a kid, the rate, like what I would say, the the cultural fucking racial shit now is is more fucked up a hundred percent by a lot, and it and it it's like um like fashion. It's it's basically like no, like I know what you're saying. Have, like the. You, you're saying racial tensions, but uh, yeah, if you're okay, allowed to. Racial tensions, that's yeah. probably a better way to put it. Um, but the the funny thing is the circling back to the institutionalized kind of discrimination, like that's the thing I find wet. And that, that, yeah, well, that's it, not what they meant, but yeah, I know what you mean. No, right. But it goes back to that social contagion thing it, we brought up at the beginning. Like, contagion. Oh, contagion. excuse me. Contagion. <laughs> contagion. Contagion. <laughs> that, that got around. I watched that social contagion go around as soon as it became the thing well what does a popular like actor say uh you know like yeah. and then and then people would start babbling these things at me that i'm like uh, do you think this and and no they didn't even bother really to read it. they go no kurt we think this <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's like uh, where do you fucking uh who's that guy mayron you know mayron uh, yeah, 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 I know mayron. Yeah, mayron, yeah yeah so he's the king of like he does the making, fan making a big, a, a, a vague, bad point, and then backpedaling away from it when you ask for any kind of specifics. He's the word. If he comments on anything, political or whatever, he always said, but sometimes he'll let shit slip. So the last time I did it, that guy Coleman Hughes was on the Seller podcast. There's a couple, and um, he got an argument with Mayron, and Mayron- Coleman did? Yeah, and Mayron is all about, like, you know, white people are, white males are bad. You know, every dumb fucking, like, girl thing. Right. Yeah, I like Mayron as a dude. I mean, he's a cool guy and like um, person. I, yeah, I got along. I don't with know him. all his like qualities. I, I don't him, have him on social media. Products, when I met but... him, I got along with him famously. Actually, I was like, "Oh, this is a great guy." Yeah, I had him on my funny. podcast with Sherrod, and he said the craziest shit to me. <laughs> right. He goes, "If you didn't have your arm around some mediocre white male comics, Kurt, you would have been shown the door a long time ago with your antics." And I was like. What antics? What mediocre white male? Com- I had Abby uh, Rosenquist on, who's a female comic that I just helped get into a fucking club, and had him like, I'm like, what mediocre white male comics am I bringing around? What are you talking about? He went, he, he back. No, no, I don't want to say. Like, so he's a guy that doesn't know any specifics. He knows a vague, like, gossipy kind of cool kid vibe about whatever, and he knows like, wh- who- so he says this shit to Coleman. He said something so stupid. I can't remember what it was about, but. But when everybody pressed Rayron, why he goes, he goes, Coleman, put it this way: Where do you want to land? And everybody's like, I don't know what that means. I knew exactly what he meant. He meant, are you with the cool kids? Yeah, you're not against us. Yeah. Because there's a very silly, you know, he's the one that got the charge for Jeff Singer to get uh, fired from uh, his thing from some 
like he wasn't at this incident. He wasn't the original one, but, but I think he, he had a grudge because yeah. Jeff Singer told him, "Listen, I've seen gay. You got to do a little more than just be gay." And so he got. Which, by the way, whatever you think about Jeff, that's a fair fucking point. He said that to me, and I was like, "Dude, I'm not gay." And he goes, "Huh." <laughs> <laughs> so, so like he's real. That and so that's a guy that like very likable, right? If I talk to him, but he's all on board, and that's that like. I'm going to make it and whatever. And, and that thought of like, Oh good. Someone's out of the way. Someone's like, like, I'm going to be with the, like, I had somebody tweet this at me, like all the wrong people like you to me recently. And I was like, according to us. Yeah. I think a man, I think a man tweeted it, which is crazy. Like, I don't think it was a a middle school girl. Cause that's the kind of shit you would say as a young female, all the wrong people like you that, (laughs) that, but that statement, like whatever, essays or whatever bullshit anybody reads that sums it up more than anything it's do the right people There's right like people you. and right and wrong so once people, the yeah. right people are into something if the right people are into uh boy fucking that's going to be the thing a bunch of people are going to go yeah well, no prob- you got to do that the problem yeah 100 percent. and the the like problem with that kind of line of thinking is when they say the right people like the implication is the people with the right opinions but really no no means, they mean the, i don't know the, the, the people with the power the people that no, can help you CDC. right yeah, so no, anybody, no, no. Okay, so I'm I agree with all that, but I'm saying, but like the reason for it is what it, the reason why those are the right people to them for most part is because those are the people that can help your career or the people that yeah, right. kind of taste make and yeah. that can choose things, right? But the problem is that's all been like changing so fast, so a lot of people are stuck with just like you know trying to get in line with a thing that can't even help them, which is even fucking gross. Sir. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it really that's kinda like the good part of the fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. uh you know, true prophecy of the world ending in twenty twelve. Well it's really like, you know, it's like you're at you're a part of the church and they're like, Oh, all the fucking, you know, top church people are getting, you know, all these hot wives and we're giving you all free money or whatever and you're and they're like, dude, that program is done and you're all like, The fucking God is you're still yelling and screaming every day and you go, <laughs> dude, they stopped doing that like four or five years ago. Like you can quit this and you go, No, there's probably one more and I'm gonna get it. Dude, one more I, hot wife money package. <laughs> it, the thing that's so creepy is it's one thing in like entertainment, but that's like in every that's why when you say racial tensions are all time high, if I think about it, not like in person on the internet, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost it, entirely it's like what are the what do the chattering classes say in their <laughs> they fucking are in real media? Life, yeah. And that's where the tension is. A bunch of these people like you Was know this like guy a comedian or no? Just like, who, just like No, the guy who tweeted uh, all the wrong people. I honestly don't know what the fuck is the like what happens is these people all like kind of you know I thought he was just trolling me but he wasn't it was somebody that was saying that was mad I've heard, I've heard this twice from two people that um they were fans of race wars and and it's always somebody's like oh what are you gonna complain about cancel culture somebody fucking said to me I, I almost never use that you term. had a good you had a good point about that Kurt I, yeah. I've, I've always tried to tell you your points and then you never remember saying them but... I don't remember any of them is it because no, I'm smoking <laughs> oh do you freeze that's okay well you had a good one um that uh, it was from a clip of yours, but he said, people say cancel culture isn't real or whatever. And you go, well, it's real the same way money's real. If people believe in it, it's real. <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't that a good point, Danny? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like, well, nothing is real, but it's real if we all believe it. Like, you I mean, know what I mean? Have you not heard of NFTs? It's a similar <laughs> scam. Yeah, so- it's like if they go, oh, you get fired if you make fun of the boss and you go, there's no law that says that. It's like, well, it's, it's a law if we all believe it's a law and the people right. fire you for doing it. But the thing that makes me laugh is, is this like, I'm sick of hearing, like, oh, I made it. Okay, 
So, and I had this where somebody was, they just didn't read the whole thing and then they like apologized. But I said, you, I was watching 30 Rock. I'm like, couldn't make that show today, mostly because Alec Baldwin uh, shot and killed someone, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so it's the misdirect is that I'm like yeah, yeah, doing, yeah. somebody just read that first part and was like, No, it oh is my a God, bit corny being I'm like sick. the, you know, yeah, baseline setup. take on cancel culture, of course, which is right. why you know you have to fucking misdirect it now. Yeah, it's like a good, right. So, so, so somebody's on a hair trigger that they're mad at like i'm sick of these comedians complaining complaining about i'm like okay number one i i don't i i try to never use that term number Dude, one i'm i'm just as likely to have a conversation with someone who's like you know uh fucking isn't isn't like this tv show problematic i'm equally don't want to talk to that person as someone who comes up and they're like do you ever notice that like things are a little too sensitive these days and you're like this is i can't go but back that's in not time the thing look like a... <laughs> i hope people say that over like this is why i don't get like oh is it annoying to hear about it no shit is it annoying you're no saying... but okay I'll, <laughs> like... i i agree with you but I, I would say it's more i would say okay it's kind of it's not that how you think i, I feel I, hearing about it no but every time everyone's talking about something you're just like okay well you know i don't need to have this conversation i like the same way i don't want to talk about big bang theory where it's like you know what if the guy that fucking doesn't pay attention to this stuff thinks this you go you know what it seems like the work here is done like everyone thinks this now you're preaching to a choir that's the thing that i think is uh great is because i don't what i realize is you don't have to use the buzzwords for people because people just know the things as buzzwords, I don't use so, the they, buzzwords yeah. so try not to one time when I was an idiot that would talk on Twitter a lot, some some chick, her name was Princess something, and a whole Daily Dot ran a whole article about how I attacked a Twitter personality. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah. she said all this like shit that was like racial, at, and I'm like, I mean, what? You, that's just like racist. I just said it was racist, not even like, I, in like another sentence describing what happened, but they seized on this and they go, he then said reverse racism. Everybody kept going, oh, you, you're saying, and I'm like, I've never used the term reverse racism. That's a very stupid term. But if you just say someone's racist who scientifically can't be racist by social science, oh no, you're the same idiot. Yeah, they're like, well, oh, I see what you're They're kind of like, oh, it's we a trick. Have, it's a trick. We to, already have yeah. a term for this, which we've debunked. <laughs> That's right. So it's a little fucking trick to, to take uh, the point. Like it's like gain of gain of function research when you see the back and forth of uh, Fauci and and Rand Paul. And Paul's like, "Did you do gain of function?" He goes, "No, we did nothing." And basically, I'm like Rand Paul. Just ask him what did they do there? They can you just describe the experiments. I don't <laughs> yeah. care what it's called. You made a virus more deadly on purpose. That's what they did there. All they do is play with the definition of gain of function. And so it's like, well, it doesn't meet the definition of that. But the only reason I even know this term is because that's what you did and it, and it started getting out that you did that. <laughs> like, so that's how right. everybody dodges around. And it's like, it's amazing to see it so institutional from like a stupid Twitter argument to watching it happen in like a congressional hearing. That, that whole thing where like the personal is political that make everything political, everything's political all the time. Now everybody has to conduct themselves like they're in a campaign against uh, a terrible opponent and they can't be honest they have to be dishonest because we might not win but you're supposed to do that for every area of your fucking life like if a if uh some you know something a woman did that lied and whatever but we can't help men overall or or whatever like but people have slowly started stripping away those areas of their lives where they have to be like that and a lot of people over the past, you know, four or five years have started to design lives, yourself included, where you kind of don't have to do that anymore. And once right. that reaches like a pretty high amount of people, you're just like, well, I mean, you know, yeah, right. 
it just becomes working this... for home. So you can just fucking you just hit the mute on your zoom and you just get all your acres <laughs> out in one little yeah. fucking like no, it's, garden it's exclusively if you like I've never said first of all, I've never said that uh, political correctness is killing comedy. I've never said Me shit neither. like that. No. It's not it, really comedy is the only way not you can. All. You can express the worst your- is like you saw this week is like Steve Harvey is like, yeah, he's like, I can't. He we were talking about it, but like he's like, cancel culture is ruining comedy. And you're like, yeah, if you. I mean, if it's, it's what it's Disney doing is, is it's ruining the mainstream business like they suck. Yeah. And it's also ruining. Yeah. Just say. saying your thoughts. You can joke. That's the only way you can communicate without risk is if cleverly encoding it in jokes, you yeah. saying what you actually th- like Dave Chappelle the recent getting mad at him was not because of jokes is because he doesn't think trans pussy is real pussy. I mean, literally that, that, and I watch people like argue about, you know, like you saw Patton's fucking thing where, uh, you know, obviously I'm on his side, but (laughs) well, team Patton, like he's in this like weird corner because he's one of the last of the castable white male comedians. And he's got a, a, a wife probably spending up his money. You know, he's got some former actor's wife who, so that, that, access and being in that clique is probably people like don't ever want to leave once they get in no matter how weird it gets and he's got those guys also that like kind of come from like the the nerd sort of you know world that like hey probably wasn't you know mr popular growing up and now you're sort of you know this uh everyone looks up to those guys are not very equipped to that's true go against the mob they're only equipped to be like sassy in the mob like because and one of the reasons that's right it doesn't work and they never say anything really that gets the mob Chappelle's equipped to go against the mob yeah Yeah. that and that takes like a certain type of person like Patton Oswalt probably a guys like that have probably not gone against like consensus many times in their life this is the thing Patton is both because I remember in fact back when I was getting slammed he was defend I I don't want to get the whole story again but no, Patton used to, he salon.com, one of the shittiest fucking, I, uh, which I, like an idiot, I used to read salon.com. I wrote to, for that for like to four or be five mad. years. I would read it to be mad. I realize, I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I reading this? <laughs> yeah. To say, like, I can't believe this. I shit. read like, them sometimes to laugh, like, because it's funny to me. Not, But if you're getting mad, But yeah, there was a no whole good. war about comedy and, and they were attacking Patton as like a, you know, I don't know if they were saying toxic male back then, but he was the aggressive, bad comedian. That really? Oh, yeah, it was a whole thing. Patton was a big comedy is okay joke. The Trump thing, that's where Swept everybody, them. they had to join the resistance or whatever the fuck, and you never right. go out. And so, like... And but even then, like, he was insulated, just to, like, go back to my original thing that he disagreed with to some degree. Like, he was still insulated by the fact that he was part of this, like, alt-comedy click. And that was, you know, he wasn't, you know, telling everyone, I think, differently than this whole click. He was kind of... You know, and everyone has some version of that. Well, that you know, click wasn't wasn't completely transformed at the time. See, that no, click exactly. changed. That click changed because it wasn't always like that. It was, in fact, remember when hipsters. I just don't were, think that's an example of him going against consensus because I still think that was the like popular. You're right, uh, you're, you're right because because most of the people were like, yeah, no free speech, and that, and thing. and that was what ran comedy at the time, like that kind of like all thing that was and still to some degree is like mainstream comedy at the time. So as far as comedy goes, that was like the mainstream opinion of what he he was was also he straddled the two worlds of both king of queens and some (laughs) you know like yeah that's true yeah he had done a lot of weird things so so like uh 
but I'm reading we did it on Jimmy's show because because I, I like Patton. I, I don't dislike him all. Like I, I, I thought Jimmy and Coleman arguing when we did the seller podcast was like interesting when those guys kind of. Oh yeah, because, I, I want to because I anyway. Well, I thought it was just it was like a tiny little thing, but it's like there's an interesting debate Coleman Hughes and Jimmy. It was like you know just a few little things they disagreed with, but it, they're so different. Whereas Coleman's very like measured in everything he's he half robot he's half I, talk, robot. I had him on the show and he's, jimmy he's is very like, smart and and they're both very smart and jimmy's very like hyperbolic you know almost you know more in a comedic yeah, because sense it's an autistic talking to a guy who's like filled with like so isn't like it interesting you know, like you know yeah that's where you see most of the problems too are caused by these turbo nerd like by cole i like him a lot but a lot of these turbo nerds that are in in you know places of power fundamentally don't understand how to talk to humans, you know, like they all have Nanette syndrome. Does, <laughs> no, Coleman does, but yeah. there's a thing that all scene is mostly made up, was mostly made of those like, I'm social, I was socially awkward. I still am to a large degree. I just, I'm like, I, there's like this little element of like, I can't leave my click of all, you know, like when Paul F. Tompkins tweeted that he never had a black, he grew up in Philadelphia and never had a black friend. Nice. Until he was 30. <laughs> I'm like, in Philadelphia, how do you not just trip over one black friend? Do you think he was sort of saving himself for marriage? Like he was, he wanted to wait? <laughs> he was... <laughs> he was like, he, was, he didn't think he deserved it yet. He wanted to wait till he was, was right. Saving, no, he was advocating uh, white fragility. Like, you've got to read this book. Yeah. And I'm like, you yeah. know what? You are a, an upper-class yeah, white do. woman. That's what you are. Like, yeah, this book was written ones. for you, by you. <laughs> I don't have a problem with the that book to bitch talking herself or other other bitches like her. I, i'm just like don't don't talk, tell me that's how i feel stupid yeah, that's your... so well i've had that to me and it was like dude half my family's black like it's just like what are you what are you, the fuck that's, are you that's how about? racists usually cover up their racism so you know yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh Everyone having starts... oh dude someone said that a good friend of mine says this is how insane when i like you know you hear something you're like oh this is how insane shit is okay and this is not a dude who's like like a whatever like uh we he's he's a good guy man but he goes he goes you know this is going to sound racist but i have a lot of black friends now it wasn't he wasn't like um about to say something racist well that's because defending yourself's racist yeah like edward like yeah yeah so so he somebody either attacked him or he's aware of an attack because you saying you have (laughs) a lot of black friends that's the most one of the most racist (laughs) things this you know how insane that fucking is? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, it's any defense of your like racism is racist. Everything's a dog with so every it's like <laughs> we're all in a political campaign forever. So whatever you say, I gotta try to interpret it in the shittiest possible strategic yeah, way. Because it's a dog whistle. That's you know like how- saying it. That's like me telling people is like uh, that I bone a lot. It's like anti-sex positive. You know what I mean? You go, it just you know, this is well, gonna sound like I'm not sex. Is it positive, interesting but... the dog whistle? Like a, a whistle, dog whistle is a thing a dog can hear, but not a human, right? Because the frequency. So a racist dog whistle, only. A, how come I can't hear it, but you can hear it? The it's yeah. it's, it's it's weird. You can hear a dog whistle yeah, that's like only for dogs. Yeah. I, but no, they're sweet, trained yeah. to spot them. There's they're like whistle sniffing yeah, yeah. dogs though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're I a mean, separate they're just, a separate breed of dog that's been trained you know, to sniff yeah. those. They the say whistle. when you point a finger, you've got a three <laughs> pointing back at you. That's what I think. Um, yeah. But wait, wait. So <laughs> with what Patton wrote about Chappelle, we read it, okay? And so you can see his inner battle with like he's a com he's a comic and also he's part of this fucking shit that he has yeah, to yeah. stay in for his And you child. get in too deep at some point that it is what it he's is. He's in too deep. So he can't so he goes you know, I hope he, he made some stupid thing about like Dave not supporting trans rights. 
And and this is why I realize every time the topic comes up, everybody dances around what the fight is about to unless they want to get labeled as something. And so Patton didn't want to fucking get into it in the in the thing. The the bottom line is the term trans women are women. People don't even want to get into it's such a hassle to even talk about that specific thing. Are trans women women? Because most people don't. It's not a matter of being phobic or whatever. And they support and I'll, hey, you want to be referred to as a woman? You got it. Uh, you know, but we are women. Like that. Every yeah, like I, mean, I can't believe it's not butter. Is not butter. You know, yeah. it, it sometimes can be a <laughs> healthy substitute for butter. <laughs> well, but I don't think if it kills with, itself, you know, that's my fault because I said it's not butter. It's called I can't believe it's not butter. So that that shit is what causes all the problems. And so if you've got to think all the things, how much must you hate like that comedy turned into like a bunch of people that like talk for five hours a day and like they actually have these huge discussions over all the issues We're like that much. That must be so frustrating to be the guy that's like, hey, all the issues are settled. And like your genre, of, like what you do for a living is slowly morphing in to like where you discuss all these things to the fucking bone. I have this podcast for things. that yeah. reason. This exactly. is why it's called Can't Get Right. It yeah. ain't good. And you know why? It's where I do all of this. <laughs> yeah. I got two but other things where I do comedy. Go watch them. I, this is what, because I can't believe. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it would suck to be, you know, yeah, the other thing where you go, you're kind of the like, hey, we don't talk about all the stuff. All the issues are settled. Here are the right opinions. And then like your yeah. thing slowly becomes into we discuss all the issues and you're like, well, I don't really even know as much of these because I've never had an argument the other Dude, way. So that, it's like they don't have no sense of. This is a thing that I got a very acute sense of from being. That would a suck. Like <laughs> I was always a nerd. I was not like a jock or whatever. Like so, when I got to these rooms that were like that, the alt ones, they treated me like I was some kind of fucking. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jo like I don't know what in the like. It's just having an accent and a bunch. That's all. No, it takes. you're big and you got like. Yeah, maybe you know, you're a big guy. But they can't believe that you're like kind of a guy's guy. They can't. I mean, I. I it's it's no like, not necessarily i'm nice, hairy but, like, but no you have energy like you just have like a fucking like no bullshit kind of attitude they're like but what, what you, the fuck? it's not like a hard thing to like no but feminine like alt energy is very like you'd be kind of snippy with people but at the time you'd be very in agreement your natural instinct is like did what what, what was that you thing you said <laughs> yeah well <laughs> like, I, that's the thing that that's how you get into the the so that's why that's an upper class thing all was always that is because yeah you can put it in you can't, you're right they that can't, you gotta be like able, that. we can bring you around. Like, could, could someone bring me to Martha's Vineyard? And <laughs> That's 1,000. I you're say, right. yeah, I say yes, but a lot of people say no. <laughs> no you, you're, you're so right. It'd be you at a table with someone or like yeah. people like you. And then, you know, every, the top person starts saying wild stuff and everyone just knows you kind of let them say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's that guy? Seth Myers. I don't know him. I knew his, I met his brother a few times and I liked him a lot. His brother that was on Mad TV. I guess the second best. Artie Lang, yeah. His brother Artie Lang. <laughs> <laughs> and um, somebody was telling me like he that's what his thing is is being into is to like get into society and like I think he had like a wedding in Martha's Vineyard and all that and that's why his whenever I see his clips come up on my fucking YouTube feed they're all like these things I don't care about you know like I always like, just notice how much makeup he has on. That's my yeah. main thing when I watch that show. Myers? Yeah, like even with Fallon, Do you don't really watch notice it, it. No, but the like clips Chris come up Myers like what Kurt says and I swear you like turn it off after you come. I, <laughs> I am uh, flabbergasted. Like he just looks like a guy that just got fucking caked on makeup. Cause some of yeah. them, they're trying to go from 60 to 50. He looks like he's trying to go from like 
you know, 55 to 20. Like Dude, the that's way that what showbiz does. Off. It makes, it Dude, makes a really man into a, off. like, and you do have to worry about your fucking makeup because you're on TV and it, and you'll look like you're a, a million times worse than you are. Yeah, it I think it suits some bitch. people better though. Like David Spade, they cake it on and it honestly kind of works. I like buy the great. fucking thing. Bit of That's what I'm saying. Seth Meyers, it looks like a fucking, when you polish a turd. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I can see that. <laughs> it's not fooling me, I'm telling okay. you. Uh, Mike, Mike, can you possibly find this joke? Because a friend oh, of mine, a, a buddy break. of mine, for, oh, good. A buddy of mine, do you know about this dude? A but, um, What's that? I only heard of it from a buddy of mine in high school texting me. Cause he heard Jay and uh, Soder talking about it, but um, do you know Drew Michael? Did you ever meet that comic? Yeah, yeah, the stuttering guy. Is Drew Michael a stutterer? Or uh, maybe I'm thinking somebody else. No, or I Drew... know who you're talking about. The one Monterey opens Drew... for. Drew. Um, Drew Michael. Thing? Okay, Mike. Do you know what I'm talking about? Here's a joke. Why did the chicken cross the road? And they were uh... people trying to. Um, I heard it's the most spectacular. Look... Yeah. What? 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 Maybe like this part will just cut until he comes back. Okay, because um, I I heard it was like the worst fucking joke, and it was described to me where I'm like, I don't even believe you. But Seth Myers? No. Oh, uh, okay. Drew Michael. Do you know him? Not really. Drew. Maybe if I um, look at. I talked to him like once or twice, but I I got nothing against him. But supposedly this closing joke he has is so awful. You put him on blast. What is it? I'm on all. The I'm not trying to put him on blast. I'm I on all the dating apps. Tinder, Uber. Hardware.com. I was just told it was awful, but I want to see it and judge myself. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who this is. You don't? Uh, no, I'm looking at it. It doesn't look. Uh... Oh, my God. Is it? You think it's a easy to find? Thing? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Drew Lynch is who I'm thinking. Yes, of. not Drew Lynch. Drew Michael. No, he's like Gerard Carmichael's buddy. from. He's from Chicago. Um, He had like a, he had that HBO yeah, no. special that was like an all black background and kind of like. He looks like yeah, an L.A. guy. Yeah, he's a Chicago guy. Well, oh, sort of a Ricky yeah. Velez look. <laughs> he's got a bit of a Velez look to him, yeah. Yeah. But without the drop crotch uh, pants that... He looks like he wears some drop crotches. Dude, Ricky Velez used to date this girl way back when I was living there and I first met him. Um, I always liked him too, by the way. I thought he was funny. Yeah, I like him too. Um, um, his, uh, I don't think he's with this girl anymore, but she was like a fashion designer, so he was like the first person I ever saw in wearing drop crotch pants like in person like they came to toronto pretty early where everyone's kicking that look but, <laughs> but there was i know there's like a hint of drop crotch you know there's levels of it but he had <laughs> oh he's wearing the ones dude, that you look like sinbad <laughs> yes he was going he was like a, an mc hammer level <laughs> yeah you know like it was amazing yeah yeah it, it, it's like a cross line between your you know fashion guy at a bar to you're on a runway <laughs> yeah well it's because you had a girl there you know that's why I never, uh, you know, I don't have good hair, so that's how like that's how hairdressers would. No, I never let girls dress me. They're always trying to put, oh, I'll wear this strap on. I go, what? I'll do just fine with what I have. <laughs> Take they my. They want you to wear thing. the strap on. Is yeah, what they go, yeah. They said they'd like to be fucked by a real man for the first time, allegedly. And I said, this is just a non-normative boning. I will not take this <laughs> disrespect. I'm looking for it too, Mike. I, so, do you know about this joke? The Drew Michaels, why the chicken crossed the road closer. No, it's... was it because the the because there is a a lot of racism against chickens at the other side of the road? I think you're you're overestimating how good it is by saying that. But okay. look, I was told it says I just want to play, and we're gonna cut this part of trying to find it. Don't worry if you were worried about the editing of it. This, the leading up to finding it will be cut out. Um, okay, Drew Michael, why the chicken crossed the road? Mm. 
Oh, is this it? Guys, it's time to take a break and talk about our friends at rockauto.com. Great store, great sponsor. It's online. They got every auto part at the best prices. It's as simple as that. Do you work on your car? Do you have a garage? Do you need car parts? Do you want to not go into a brick and mortar store for brick and mortar hassles? Well, why not go online and find exactly what you need without dealing with some nonsense at rockauto.com? It's good for everybody. There's no sales. You get the same great prices because a middleman's being cut out. They pass the savings to you. They've been in business for 20 years. They make it easy to find the parts you need, and they've got the best possible prices. I don't know what else you want if you need stuff for your car. What what else do you want me to tell you? So if you're a car guy, right now go to rockauto.com and check out all the parts available for your car. You're going to love it so much. rockauto.com. There's no promo code needed at all because their pricing is already that good. Don't believe me? Go to rockauto.com. And when you order... Make sure to tell rockauto.com that you heard about them on the Can't Get Right podcast with me, Kurt Metzger. I would really appreciate it. I'd like them to know that I I care for them as much as they care for us. Rockauto.com. Okay, let's get back to it. God damn it. Is it not it's not possible to find? I'll 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 just read what he told it's me. It's on his said. special and his specials on HBO Max. They're like you gotta pay for it. Oh, oh, but I'm looking for the clip and I can't find the clip either. Um, okay, I'm going to read you what he told Guys, me. Guys, in the industry, this. we call this prep. Okay, so this is a comment. <laughs> He's, here, I'm going to send this to... Um... <laughs> okay, we, we, we can look at this together. Well, this is just good quality podcasting right here. <laughs> I said we're going to cut it. A plus pog. Here, Mike. <laughs> no, I like the idea of you just sort of watching it yourself. <laughs> It's like a Kurt reacts to videos, but you just sort of watch them yourself and laugh. (laughs) You don't really tell people what's happening. Okay, Mike, I just texted you this. We'll put it up because it's it's the comment, I think, under his video or under the bonfire. I couldn't believe what I was reading, so I just want to make sure you see it. Oh, my God. Did you get it? Yeah, I just got an avocado email to myself. Oh, I should have sent it by email. I apologize. Oh, good, good. No, I apologize. I said I apologize. <laughs> Does trans women or women mean legally? Is that what it is? Is that what they mean by that? Or no, they mean they're for, biologically. No they, yeah, they're, they're they just mean, like we're biological. That was the biggest one where they were like, we're women. And you go, okay, we'll call you women. And they go, we're also no, you gotta believe it. They're like, we're biological women. And you have to believe it. And then people are like, what? No, that's kind of a. But this is a crazy thing. People I talk to will be like, no, no one's saying that. They're not even aware that that's a thing anyone's saying. They're like, that's some crazy. That's the thing that's amazing is this stuff is so absurd. If you don't really look at it, then you hear about it. You're like, that's probably some propaganda. There's no way it's that. And then you've. There's a lot of those. <laughs> Me and Danny and just like... did a, we just did a sketch with uh, Kara and Fian. Uh, that was the reverse, but we did um, like a, a news panel discussing it very seriously. Should trans, like a trans, should trans men, like women transitioning to men, be able to compete in the men's nagathon because they're at an advantage in nagging because they spent their whole lives as women? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, but we did it all seriously. But it's like, well, you know, they have all this, they have a lot of muscle memory from nagging ex boyfriends, nagging friends. And they go, yes, but the- <laughs> we're having this serious debate. They've got fast twitch nag muscles. <laughs> yeah. 
that, <laughs> all that muscle funny. memory just doesn't disappear overnight. Well, dude, the sports, that's what my favorite part is. Besides comedy for some reason, sports is where where the problem of that statement shakes out of is women's sports, which is like, yeah, you know how you know it's a, so all the people tell me, no, it's not, I, I, people have said like, well, sci, scientists say, a study said that it's not, it, they're not uh, stronger just because they, <laughs> yeah, I like, we you, did all I, the arguments. I go, you're not a sports fan, right? Because the people that would buy into that are people that don't care about sports. And I mean, like, it's 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 a hard conversation to have because it's just like anyone with a brain is like, yeah, no, women aren't as good as sports as men. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, you're sorry to tell <laughs> well, you. You don't hear. <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm like, if if I'm having a conversation, that's the larger like, point. Really arguing with that, you're just like, I'll tell you what, buddy. Like, good seeing you, but it's dude, like, but that's that's the main crazy. that's the main point of it is that is that's what it all boils down to, because you never. This is how I know is you never hear a controversy about some uh, trans woman to man. You don't say. Yeah, yeah like that <laughs> never comes up that it wasn't fair that a trans yeah, man competed. So that's how you know no, there's a big difference. No, you don't. You never hear of a girl transitioning okay. and then so, winning the male hot dog eating competition. Okay. <laughs> so, so this is uh, Phil Hanley up there. Ignore him. But this is somebody commenting on, which I'm, I, I have each. He looks like, oh, I thought for a second. I was like, wait, were you watching Adam Levine videos? <laughs> wait, where'd it go? The guy from Maroon 5, it looks like. No, Phil Hanley. He's not wearing sweaters anymore. All right, so. This guy is complaining. He goes, the closer, the closer of Drew Michael's special is, why did the chicken cross the road? Road, oh, this guy writes poorly. Why did the chicken cross the road? Um, and then he has to read it off his phone because it's a three-minute monologue about how the chicken is an offensive comedian who tells racist, sexist, homophobic jokes to hide his pain. That, it lasts the last 15 minutes. That's fucking amazing. That sounds like something we do on pussies. Is that what it is, actually? That's why I was trying to see the clip. I ha I'm I'm gonna verify it on HBO Max actually, because I have to see it for myself. It's it's probably like the Matrix where you. So you just read that. You haven't seen it yet. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, is it? Could this be what it is? Like so, and he read it off his phone. That's the fucking. I want to see every. So it's kind of, of like why the chicken crossed the road. Well, to start with, you know, I mean, the chicken. <laughs> Got into comedy at 18, and he thought that he was going to make some good in the world. Is that kind of vibe? <laughs> uh, that's what I think from what I read. <laughs> but shit. I won't know till I read it. But what I do know is somebody should have said, maybe don't do that long. Yeah. Okay, also, it's crazy goes, that that's <laughs> on HBO. Like, HBO was literally forever, like, the fucking absolute, I like, know. ops for comedy. Like, yeah. it's, I guess it's kind of like how the New York Times is, like, the paper of record, you know? And now you're just, like, you say that, like, even when it was, by the way, it wasn't like I. I didn't. I. Do you you know the Kitty Genovese story that's in Watchmen? The guy uh, telling like about how a woman got it was, it was a famous story that was like a "What's the world coming to?" story about this mm -hmm. girl Kitty Genovese that got raped and none of the neighbors called the police or tried to help her. Yeah, isn't it like the yeah yeah of course. And then Rorschach because everybody it. else saw everybody else saw someone else was going to do it. Yeah, and and Rorschach that's what inspired him to become a like a. Batman with a ink, you know, a smelly Batman is basically what he is. So, <laughs> so it turns out, so I saw a documentary. So that's horseshit. Lots of people call the police. <laughs> Does it oh. forever get there? Some people went out to check on it. Like, it's not even nearly what, what you've heard. It's completely wrong. New York Times. Okay. The documentary is from Kenny Genovese's brother. Okay. Who was so disturbed by the fake story that he heard. 
he mm-hmm. went to Vietnam and he lost both his legs. So the documentary is him in a wheelchair with missing legs going to New York Times reporter who fucking reported that and asking, Whoa. why did you do that? And um, I could, first of all, Whoa. I didn't finish the documentary. It was so depressing. I didn't watch. I, I, I assume yeah. it's a lot more mind blowing shit in it. It was such a downer. The uh, whole thing was such a down. I'm like, fuck. And the end of the You know what the reporter was, said? Because it was a And better... that's why the chicken crossed the road. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> and that's why the aristocrats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to do a. <laughs> and that reporter's I'm name do... was the aristocrat. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do a, a, a toxic masculine TED Talk aristocrats joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> like the idea of that guy doing the. Doing can't his. Share and... Yeah, and toxic and that's why and that's the end of this 60 minute sermon so i'm gonna be passing a hat around <laughs> you don't want to name the, to pass the bucket sermon. around to collect money after you're fucking by the way i love the the message of um how men aren't crying enough <laughs> and, oh yeah uh, and then anything the slightest complaint in a they haven't seen me voice, getting pegged they go, stop <laughs> crying not- Stop crying a little bit. You just say something yeah, unreasonable. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's a... Stop crying. Yeah, yeah, which is it? <laughs> stop, like... Uh, uh, all right. Um, I'm really disappointed I couldn't get that Drew Michael thing. I feel like I would have been a better person. And, uh, well, we got the gist of it. Next episode, we? you play the final thing, and that is the aristocrats. <laughs> it's a two-episode aristocrats. If thing. he said the aristocrats at the end of it, would that... <laughs> save the joke can you do a aristocrats callback does anybody even remember the aristocrats and that's why you should not fire me from my writing gig <laughs> do, you, do you have you ever in your life uh, do you remember that movie when the documentary aristocrats came out yeah that joke had you ever in your life heard anyone tell that joke before no every single one of those never. People, people got really into it but no 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 i think uh, gilbert godfrey did one on a uh on a roast once but after the documentary came out uh, they that, made it seem that like, I don't know. Here's a joke all comedians tell. We all have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah like every comedian times. knows. Everyone's got a never. <laughs> and and the only one that was kind of funny was um, what's her name? Uh, female comic. She goes, and the family gets strawberries and they dip them in the whipped cream and then they eat the strawberries. Like that's <laughs> she just did a very clean one. Oh. And that was the only thing that was mildly funny of. The family shits and fucks. I've never heard of everyone. I I know that every comedian ever has an OK Karen joke, but I've not uh, heard about this aristocrats thing. Does everybody have an OK Karen? That's the new version you go. And then, you know, this lady, she was yelling at the manager and they tried to kick her out, but she wouldn't because of her privilege. And then we all looked at her and said, Okay, Karen. That's is, that sort a, of the... wait, is that a real stand-up you saw, or is that an episode of? Shrill? I mean, have you not ever? You haven't seen a, a stand-up in LA doing That's... an OK Karen bit? Not one time. But but uh, you've the... that, you've never heard a comedian in Los Angeles do a bit about Karens. I try not to watch the other people's Stop sets. It. I just go in and do. I, well, I saw three of them when I was there. Me and Danny went to the comedy store twice in a row, and we saw fucking four Karen bits. Um. Oh wait, you found it. Here we go. So happy right now. <laughs> Finally, the audience have been the audience have been edging themselves, and now it's all going to yeah. pay off. Now I'm just stroking to keep my heart on. Okay, but, yeah. okay. Punch the tip a little bit. <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the road? Because he grew up with an untreated hearing loss which deprived him of a major sensory connection to the people around him and it isolated him to the point of chronic torture and his parents 
were too caught up in their own drama and insecurities to attend to it, so he processed it as though there was something inherently wrong with him and his feelings are a threat to his relationship. And then he finally started wearing hearing aids, which created this insane sensation of being able to participate in a world that he didn't understand. But because his self-worth was predicated on how special he felt, he realized that the trodden path didn't appeal to him. So he would get high and watch stand-up comedy as a way to numb the comedy agony of how feel lost better he for felt. a moment, but it never forced him to address any of the reasons he actually felt like shit. He so badly wanted to feel special which he and justified under the guise of pushing the envelope, which he thought was an act of justified rebellion against some arbitrary authority. authority. A lot of those boundaries are derived from real people's ex feelings and experiences, and he was essentially exploiting their actual pain and using it as a traffic cone Timing more than content. And then one day, all the world's stages boarded up, so he sat alone in a room for a year, and he did nothing but talk to the walls and a therapist, and with no motion to escape it into to hurt so badly. And he realized that there Take was one more stroke life in which he was truly happy. And through that, he started to realize how much pain he had caused other incredibly bad person for having done these things. So his instinct was to beat himself up about it and tell him to ultimately manifest the very same emptiness it's born out of. I, I can't, I can't. I can't. Yeah, okay. that's probably about enough of that, right? I can't do it. Making every effort to find I mean, yeah, it's a poem. It's a, he's doing a poem. Uh, 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 that's his closer on his HBO special? I just won't come. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, that's a closer on HBO. First of all, people can do it. You know, people were doing fucking I'll, corny one man shows forever, but it's just but that's what it if is. That, okay. If that ended, like, and how then could, that sort of thing, what final line could he say that would make that bit? It's a, and then comedy is very yeah, simple, by the he way. He realized he didn't need to get to the other side. Is that it? Or no. Is it other side related? Uh, if you had to make that fun, because look, the N word? There was yeah. 10 seconds. He did left drop that. that. There was only 10 seconds left. Yeah, you were right in the, right. like, literally, I skipped those 15 seconds. Fine, let's, let's hear the last 10 seconds. I do want to, right. maybe he's got a great punchline. If he right. said, like, nine slurs in a row at the end of that. I, I wish, <laughs> I wish, no, hope, I wish he's, it's, it's an audience participation and the whole audience just yells out, gay. <laughs> I was going to say, he couldn't even say this if he farted for, like, three full minutes. <laughs> if he just did one long fart after this. Like, thank you. I was holding that in my, for the entire uh, final bit. All right, press play sit with the quiet inside of himself because he wants so badly to get to the other side. And he wanted to get to the other side. Thank you very much. He realized the other side had way too many homos over there. Oh, wait a minute. He's saying he's, he's the chicken. Yeah. He... <laughs> oh, well, he means like the chicken was him. Because oh, he was chicken go. to make progress. Yeah. He was checking wish, to make progress. I wish his voice box worked like his ears. Uh, <laughs> and I realized that the other side, I didn't need to get to the other side. Because there's a bunch of queers over there. <laughs> <laughs> and God doesn't shine you know down upon You what sucks, him. though, is like, you what? know that guy, like, I mean, I guess he did, he never had to work that joke out because it's not a joke. Because that would be, like, agonizing no, you really. if you're at some show Dude, with that's him. Like, oh, yeah, to take to the fucking club. transcended. Yeah. He's transcended comedy. Like, here's what's so fucking kind of what that is, like, yeah. Oh, dude. Do you, oh, did you have the story that, you know, all the comics have? That's really sweet. Um, that's the sh Your job is to take those feelings and then turn it into art that you then, you know, give to the, the Which he did. Audience. I don't know. Maybe that could go viral. I mean, that seems to me of like, the like, I bet you this is going to go viral and stuff like that oh, does go what, viral. What was your clue to that? Was it the, the yeah. viral music? <laughs> the yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. then the, the sensitive like piano the, the should come in. Speech. No, that is trying to go viral. But like, the, I, I would, after Hannah Gadsby? 
The thing is, so with Hannah Gatsby goes, I got raped. I'm out. I, I didn't even appreciate the tight, concise writing of Hannah Gadsby <laughs> until I heard this shit. But the thing is with those, it's kind of like, it's a sort of the, you know, the white fragility thing you were saying before, where it's like me and Danny always talk about this too, but we, we know a lot of people that do kind of have that, like that open mic attitude of like, I'm going to say the most heinous shit, like, because that's, you know, whatever. And I, and really they're just kind of, you know, edgelord sort of situations and whatever. Maybe there's a little bit of that in everyone, but it's like, a lot of times that's not the case as well. Like you've said that. Was like, he like that? I, I don't know his other kind No, no, no. I don't know what this guy's like, but I'm saying it's, yeah, you right. know, yes. I think it's the white fragility point you said before where they're like, you know, and you, you know how we feel weird around black people. It's the same thing as being like, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, you, you like, you just got into saying, you know, kind of stuff against the grain to make yourself feel better. And you're like, no, I change, you know, I say things about all the things, whatever I feel like the energy pockets are weird, you know, wherever right. I feel like there's misaligned energy, I'll fucking fill the void the other way. And it's like, it's a little more complicated the way that you know I the think people, a lot of people do company. The, just, way, it's called being a good comic, being a shitty yeah. comic. You just say sh shitty things just to right, say, but, the, but they so, think the only, a lot of people, and I don't know this guy, but a lot of people think the only alternative is like edgelord or like completely in line with like every fucking Hollywood thing you're supposed to say. Like there is another third option that's better than both yeah. well you have to join this, you have to click this, up or you're not when I, when I when you brought him up and i googled him and then there's a vulture article and they oh, reference good. hannah gatsby in the first sentence yeah saying, well why wouldn't they like like basically comparing it or whatever and then they go there's a new type of comedy and he goes my colleague calls this post comedy so basically basically like uh, you like, like it if you're a post yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me is that like, true there's a name for it that's what they're that's what he refers to it. It's essentially it goes, it's comedy where it's not comedy and it's so crazy because if you have comedy. to listen to too much of it, you We're go calling postal. it comedy. It's just <laughs> no, it's like like a, you guys it's are like missing a, a lot of good post humor over here. People compare you, it to you go to a music show and there's just like, hey, everybody sit down. It's Emperor Wears No Clothes. You sit down and you go, hey, this fucking my favorite band's playing tonight. And then nobody comes out and you just all pretend like you're watching a uh, show for an hour. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> and you go, that was amazing. <laughs> it's yeah, because it's not somebody on another podcast. Some dude said like he compared Hannah Gadsby to like punk rock, and I, and I was like, then I thought about it. I'm like, well, I guess because you know once once it was, it does suck when it's like approved <laughs> by society, you know, yeah. like. It's not that it was that good, but it had some yeah, good but live the, energy. The, it's, but... the, it's like, and that is the debate that goes on. But it's like, is Hannah Gadsby like? you know uh not approved by society or is it legitimate like propaganda for what you're supposed to think like the tr truth is like hannah gatsby it was approved by it was the consent like populist yeah that's not just didn't like it but the the like that is in line with what you know because the corporate, these people think that's that, not real. you know they, the, but but if you're a twit like to come up with a term like post post fucking what was it post comedy to come up with that for a thing that's just not comedy like what's packed into that is like if you actually liked comedy which is just you know laughing is something that makes you laugh and then you're like the comedy i like now is where it's not even like punk rock it's like the difference between music and being completely silent it's that different yeah. of a thing yeah like the new music is no sound whatsoever but this is see the problem well, this with... is like the intellect yeah this is like the intellectuals coming into it and they have to fucking like you know they have to put their it's like art or whatever whether there's you know a million different types but, of like, isn't that all fine? Like to me, the annoying part about Hannah Gatsby is you had everyone in the world being like, yes, actually, this is great. Yes, this, I, haven't, I haven't heard a million people shoving me down this down my no, throat. This being is like, sad this is because the actual new comedy. Dude, this is sad because 
you could see that he he got himself to love. He Big thought Brother. this was going to be like a pretty. He, like, he thought he's this done was going to change got, the paradigm. Dude, yeah. He got to the other side. He loves Big Brother, right? And so, <laughs> and so now that's what the that, fuck that speech that is. Kind of is what it is. He, the chicken was afraid to love Big Brother, and now he loves Big Brother. That's what he's telling you. And the thing is, he must not have the whole bit. story because they shoot you in the head after. You, dude, you're a white male. No one in the industry you're trying to impress with this. Oh, Seth my all the Jimmies and that Hannah can play about they've already filled the spots for you spots so, are a little filled what, like for you that's to why he had in, to go extra it's kind of like the white well, rapper always yeah has to be well, more yeah, so he's on HBO no but if HBO, you're gonna be the white guy like trying to say this stuff you gotta be fucking you know extra you gotta be fucking extra right or you could find a very funny way to say all those things like a comedian would do I you know now what yeah not in post comedy though Something That's the thing. Kurt's on. confusing. He thinks this guy's doing comedy. It's post comedy. And if he opened it's up his post, ears, it's post comedy. <laughs> the thing is, like, if he got a laugh, he would get on stage, off stage, and people would be like, "How did I fucking like, ate terrible. it?" Terrible. You know what? Oh, God, um, they all laugh. You know what? I'm, I'm a fucking hack. <laughs> I don't want to even call it post comedy because even saying post comedy implies that some comedy happened. Yeah. Like no, it's post No, it doesn't. Post comedy means after comedy. What happens after comedy? Yeah, like you stop comedy the shitty is... life that you lead that led to comedy in the first place <laughs> see comedy is for the fucking you know all you fucking simpletons doing comedy us you know the smart people that have risen above we don't need laughter anymore we're in a yeah, different paradigm we're operating cool on different paradigms I laugh that's cool what Christian comedy. Finnegan said what time is I don't laugh I laugh yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude I want to so, I'll tell you who I'd like to punch right in their fucking face whoever invented the term <laughs> <laughs> punching down comedy yeah i would like to get on a stepladder and punch down at their fucking face for the dumbest <laughs> I, i've never heard a stupider like analogy for what comedy is than punching up and down it's it, i know it came from an improv scene because it's that kind of well it's so weird because if you, like weakness. for example if you make fun of like someone that's mentally retarded they'll say it's punching down but in reality it would be punching downs <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got Who go. the fuck do you know? <laughs> dude, even you the, did you even like that the, more or worse than my post jokes? <laughs> dude, I've I've never seen anyone in my entire life, personally. Uh, apparently, it happens, but never I've never seen it in a New Jersey bully fucking environment. Even the biggest bully wouldn't go up to make fun of a someone with Down syndrome. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. might laugh at a picture in the yearbook, but they wouldn't do the cruelty of actually attacking somebody with the, the the thing that's mean like and that's somebody that like you know uh uh that that's something where they're like oh that's too mean that's like a limit the, the thing now is uh uh i look down on you like it's punching down because you haven't I'm seen above danny's you. dvd that he uh he released uh jq versus low iq and then they fight it out <laughs> on the with jq Jewish question. <laughs> like the Jewish Wait, question. Was that a thing? Of, the Jewish question of how many can he punch in this DVD? <laughs> <laughs> the age old question. But it just it implies you think you're that's how you could tell these people think their status is because they they're like, oh, like I don't know, New York, you're gonna have some homeless joke at some point because something crazy is gonna happen and you're just walking down the fucking street that you're gonna make a joke about. And I would see people like, I think that's just uh hacky to mock the homeless and like well, not so really it depends what depends what's happening yeah it's, but it's their like thought academics is, brought it coming into comedy yes and like i'm above you like if if we dude, i saw sharad was gonna punch a fucking homeless dude that tried to like intimidate him in that moment it doesn't matter what our fucking status is you, you're trying to start a fight with someone and usually well, people punch are, a guy when he does it because he's a minority 
they were both minorities. It was a tough call. Well, but... then that's not punching down. That's, <laughs> that's it's, just if you're like with fight, a homeless person. If somebody like is in a fight with you, there's only straight across. And also, it's not punching. <laughs> By the way, comedy's not punching. It's yeah, a but kind also of like medicine. a lot of it is a kind of medicine, and a lot of things that uh, are like have they can you can add rules to them but the same way that they're meant to be broken like the same way that people say you need rule of threes right i do lots of time where i i just do two you know what i mean or something like that right oh, you cut it short at Drew two. michael do yeah does so he does the rule of 15 minutes of <laughs> yeah. monologue but yeah he does the rule of twenty thousand. but my point is if you're looking to fucking dismiss comedy and make rules about it you're like well not always and they're like we don't have time for not always these are the rules moving on like they don't have time and then you're for like, no that's you're settled like, who are science you? and shit, you're yes. like yeah settled science degree in sociology from yeah, that, go, yes it's so like you're that, an expert so would you say you're an expert in your fucking field like i don't know well, someone did it for 25 years always. it's if, like the smart people know that it's not always like even if you talk about like what's the smallest particle or you know what's a small thing a particle the smart people will be like My that's the, smart, the smallest <laughs> but the, the the main look the main thing to me is the fact that they think of it the fact they think uh, of comedy uh, look anybody thinks of comedy as punching it tells you what kind of a shitty little cruel person yeah. they are comedy is not uh, punching even mocking the seller table the whole point of getting mocked there was you were being included yeah, so these exactly. are people that can't tell the fucking difference between exclusion, which is what they all do, the same people that say this are all about exclusion, which is the cruelest form of punishment. We and just they call don't them girls. Yeah, but it's guys now too. I mean, I don't. I used to be able to, but now the world. But it is like it is more like feminine dynamics yeah. than masculine dynamics. Yeah. That's right. It's feminine fucking dynamics. Male dynamics is like you make fun of people when you like them. Girls dynamics is they make fun of someone when they need to take them down a peg. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I didn't realize how much it was that. Because all the women I know, and I know many funny, many funny women, they all have a male dynamic about it. They all a lot have of them a male do. Yeah, of course. I can think of them 10 people off the top of my head. They're like, they make, yeah, yeah if they, they're making fun of people when they like them. It is sort of a, but it, yeah, of course, it's not a, a, across the board, but it is the difference of, does your friend group make fun of the people that, you know, you like, or does your friend group make fun of the people that like you think have been stepping out of line and they need to be shown a lesson? <laughs> they don't like it's, it's a comedy's medicine. And so it could hurt you if it's not your fucking medicine. That doesn't mean you get rid of I like medicine for everyone. Yeah. Great, great theory. There's nothing with punching. Nobody's going there to get punched. I know punchline's yeah. a thing, <laughs> but that's no, not the medicine theory is very accurate. And it's like, like it wasn't for you, but for someone else, it was the right thing for them. But you know what? By that logic, you have to say maybe this is someone's medicine. This like ten hour fucking. Um, you know sure, I mean? it probably is, but it's not comedy. I'm just saying it's not comedy. That's comedy true. is like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so so very simple. Like that's true. Is there Art, the potential know, that I'm going to laugh at it? Would you? Okay, now it's like a one man show or something. Great. I, yeah, that's what you know. Show. What that's, that's what Hannah Gadsby was like. Everybody was like standing. This is the thing of stand up and you're like this is a one man show that'd be funny though accidentally going to that like if you're just a guy showing up at the show like oh yeah we're in town like oh there's a comedy show playing and then just be like are we being pranked right now i personally <laughs> is this jamie kennedy <laughs> the music comes on they're like, what the i make a i <laughs> are we in the right place right now <laughs> if you if you make a decision to laugh then it wasn't i'm deciding to laugh you should never have any choice in if you laugh or not the best laugh should be you're like I should not be making fun of this or laughing right. at it, and that's the yeah. sweetest fucking, <laughs> the sweetest plum of the whole thing. I wish I could yell in Drew Michaels' half dead ear right now to stop this. You're a man. No one's gonna fucking support this. 
the people you're sucking like up you to. wish you knew i'm mean, gonna be like dude i'm telling you this whole thing's not what do you think like good. the hbo executives are thinking though do they see this and they go holy shit we've done it like we did it again like or they gave him no. the special and he sort of gave them the cut of what it's gonna I be i think i don't know if gerard directed it. it you know it might have been gerard gerard carmichael directed the other one he did so he's yeah who knows dude this is like from that like bo burnham school like it's i don't know that's I, what I was it's just very thinking. possible this is working and like right now if you go on the internet this clip has fucking 10 gazillion views dude. like it's very possible this is working. I don't at know. least at least when Bo Burnham does his little tweedledee bullshit, he plays his own piano. He doesn't have a <laughs> <laughs> He at least makes a little clever song right. with his word. <laughs> Holy shit. That's special. I can't I can't I, I can't uh even count the amount of uh people that were like, I thought it was really good. Like, Do you know oh, what my really? synopsis of that special was, Kurt? It was no. like if you did you watch it? No, I, I only was told what he was what it was oh, about. but it was interesting. Like I actually felt like, because I think Bob Burnham is funny, and I think that it. But it was, uh, it was almost going through what a like a white dude that really wants to be part of this industry because it does start with yes. him being like, I'm gonna make fun of this stuff, and then they go, okay, what if I make fun of the acceptable targets? And he was like, you know, the left wing perspective on, uh, yeah, like right. a company's not caring. Let's say, uh, you know, white women are annoying. Like he made fun of the acceptable things, and then he was like. Why don't we just all shut up? And it was kind of like you go that way. Like you see the next step is be like, everyone's talking too much because you know you can't say what you actually think. And then the end step for anyone that goes through that ideology is ultimately, I'm depressed. <laughs> That's the final form of that yeah, comic. No, like, I'm a depressed. You know what annoys me about Therapy it? Therapy comedy. Dude, I'll That's yeah. the final form right. of that thing. What annoys me about it is the thing you just said of like, his white guy stress of, am I going to be the thing of like, am I going to be in the industry? It's that thing I, at the top, I talk about that career bullshit. And I, and it makes me fucking Kyle on the after party show. He put, and, and I encourage him to do this. He, he told a terrible long story about this girl. He knows that was got kicked off American idol because of something. She was like picked for Annie and got fired from that. And then some other thing. And he was playing the video and telling us, and he had some incident where he was dating a contestant on American Idol or America's Got Talent and wasn't supposed to be. And, and there was like somebody coming around the hotel room. So he had to hide in the bathroom. And this girl who's this great singer that got fired, she walked in the room and he called out, hey, uh, hey, no, don't worry. I'm in your bathroom. It's me. I'm uh, his boyfriend. She screamed and ran out of the room because <laughs> the man said, hey, I'm in your bathroom. Don't worry. But it took a long time to get there. And um, Kyle's such a song and dance like and he, like an actor, dude, like. He, like it was totally lost on me this girl's pain of like oh you're not going to be a fucking american idol fucking pretty princess like i give a shit bitch like that's how i feel listen to her story but he really identified with it what happened nothing oh <laughs> do you know what i mean like I, i'm actually sickened by people's showbiz dreams worked into their work like like oh was there a place for me in this industry like somebody making a thing about that well I'm it's, like, it's you're you know, such a it's always kind of uh once you like realize that that you're the subject like you have to insert yourself into that story sort of right so you have to make it about like what i'm doing to sort of uh like that is the narrative like for a guy that's sort of in this thing is you're like how do i fit into this and also be the right thing right and that becomes like the journey you're trying to sell that's such a fucking chick way to go about life isn't it well, but like, the, like, but that as soon as as soon as you accept I'm man spread in life. right, but as soon as you accept 
that I'm going to say all their things. That's the only way to go about it. Cause there is no masculine yeah. way to go about like, you know, following all the rules and doing yep. it. Like anyone that goes about it, any other, if you're going to break things down and like do things your own way and do a path that like, isn't the acceptable one, you can't do it while following this stuff. So it's like I the know. only way to follow that thing is a feminine way. There is no masculine path version of that. It's amazing to watch that drain out. Like I, yeah. I watched it happen. I fucking I kind of participated in it, to be honest. Like, <laughs> there, you know what like, I even find is feminine. Like, <clears throat> you ever seen the big like tough guys that are like, just so you know, if anyone says anything sexist, you go through me. It's sort of like it's almost like you're you're putting like a masculine like hat on like a feminine like little thing. <laughs> like, it sounds like PC principle. <laughs> yeah, from PC South Park. Principle. It's exactly PC principle. <laughs> Fuck, they nailed everything. It's one hundred percent. There's a lot of PC principles out there. <laughs> no, it's amazing watching people. <laughs> Try to, because by the way, toxic masculinity yeah. is very real, and it's usually a thing that afflict, uh, afflicts women. For the most part, I've seen it's mostly women who are toxically masculine. Where you're like, Jesus, can you fucking? Is this what you think <laughs> a man does? You think a man acts like this? You've, it's you've like what they imagine a, a man is. There is a guy that like the, I'll give it to them when you go. It's the person that like can't stop punching drywall, just like nonsense. Like that guy, you go, yeah, pretty probably. We can all agree that's like a bit much, yeah. Yeah, that, but that's just toxic. That's not like a he's oh, a man. Fair. Yeah, I'll give you that. Well, yeah, like, you're right. What's that's the thing why that's a quality? The, why is it toxic? Well, hmm. What it's is, toxic well, masculinity okay, wait, because way. it's a masculine thing to like punch things. What's what's yeah. a good what's like good masculine? Uh protection, like protecting fire, people, I guess. Yeah. What with punching? <laughs> 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 like that this is why it's fucking stupid, the whole punch the whole term. It's a fire. nonsense thing. Well, like, toxics when you're using it bad is I guess the idea, right? Um guys, let's take a quick break so I can tell you about our Delightful sponsor, Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that help men get what they call in the social sciences normative erections as opposed to non-normative erections, okay? Look it up. It's in all the, it's in all the trades. Uh, and, and, you know, hey, some of us are a little old-fashioned, and we believe in an erection binary. I'd say Blue Chew is a great way to get there. Because it's a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form at a fraction of the cost. Get a boner on the go with Blue Chew Chewables. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online so you don't have to go visit a doctor and put your pig in his hand and have him squeeze it a couple times. You know the whole thing. I don't have to tell you. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers will work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescriptions. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And now here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code KURT, my name, K-U-R-T. Think my name, your dong, Kurt, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code Kurt, to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast and some great boners. Yeah, but how would that be different than than someone like... Well, you can have good and bad. You know what I think is a masculine thing is only using the amount of power you need to use and no more than that. As opposed yeah, that to would like, because I always used to say like all anger problems I had growing up, I didn't consider them masculine anger. They were 
bad anger things, right. but they Toxic, were feminine. Let's say this. They were, you're going to pay for not just what happened now, but everything that ever happened to me, you're going to pay for that kind of anger. That's, that's chick anger. That's what I had in me. I didn't get that's abused true. by a man. I got abused by a woman. Like, like, uh, so, you know, and it's, it, that was more bipolar than the woman part. You yeah. Know and they're I mean? all like, a little complicated where you're trying to put it into boxes that don't really fit. You could just say well. toxic probably, yeah, I but think you're it's probably not right, as, it, uh, yeah. And it's every, not as good if you don't like label a thing. So somebody, you ever see that Simpsons where Marge goes to, to Lisa, like when you're older, you'll see that uh, marriage is a constant, uh, constant battle for moral superiority. Like that's what, <laughs> that's yeah. what the women's role is moral superior. And that's what I, what you want. And well, if you less, don't attach yeah. the masculinity to it, then they, they don't have the added benefit. where like, Oh, by the way, we can't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, by well, the way, we're it's not, an imbalance. Yeah, you put that the balance. Thing. Everybody. Well, you like, do this sometimes. They go, uh, "No, we don't." It's toxic masculinity. Well, what makes me laugh is this sketch. I think it was on Schumer that Amy's sister I really did like a lot, and she, um, but she had a sketch that was like about how men never apologize and women are always apologizing. Do you remember when ads were coming out? They were saying women should stop apologizing so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think we talked about this actually. Now. Yeah, I'm like, I've never. Like, first of all. I've never had a, I've had, I can think of two women that accept apologies that I've met in my life. Two, two. <laughs> okay. One of them's Esty from the cellar, honest to God. And that's probably because she fought in the six day war and knows what it feels like to kill an Arab with her bare hands. So she's a little bit more. Did she really masculine. fight in the, she fought in the yeah, army? Well, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Colin Quinn always says she watched the life drain out of a man and she's like, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> but you could apologize. I'd be like, hey, see, I fucked up and whatever. Okay. Because I admitted it and apologized. I've, almost never seen that in life anywhere where a woman accepts a fucking apology until she's good and fucking ready to accept it whenever she gets over anger. What I have seen is women will apologize for anything except a thing they actually fucking did. So <laughs> yeah, whatever bullshit they do, no, I didn't do that. But I'm sorry for racist. I'm sorry for George Floyd. Like, Oh, is that where you feel personally? <laughs> that was how you contributed was just yeah, that yeah, yeah. I didn't, I wasn't loud enough. <laughs> and sorry for your whiteness. It's like, no, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you showing up four hours late. <laughs> yeah, or just like you blathering about women and telling me about the bitch you hate at work for fucking two hours just after you got done talking about <laughs> women. I mean, that take your pick. Anybody's ever blathered to you about women like that, if you dated them, they had nothing but bad things to say about women. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really dated anyone that was like completely, you know, brains fried from this stuff at least for more than a very very bit so i've never had this like the contradiction of like the uh you know men are bad and this and that well, but also, i'm thinking they said it before i was dating them and they and they kind of like they snapped snapped them out i mean it. i just sound very <laughs> i mean i don't want to sound toxic masculine but it turns yeah, out like, yeah, a lot yeah. of them literally like your dick solves their problem like i know it doesn't sound good <laughs> i know it doesn't sound good but it's like think of incel men toxic. that yeah. don't they non-normative don't, therapy that's what we call that <laughs> yeah like like it turns out people you get laid sometimes and it and it does fuck with your brain i think seinfeld covered it in that episode with elaine where she got stupid from not fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they got smart <laughs> and george got smarter <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm out of time you guys yeah, uh I gotta wrap. boys cast check out boy what else you got going your sketches yeah check on, out the uh, boys cast every friday youtube.com slash ryan long comedy itunes and uh youtube.com slash the boys cast with ryan long where we put all the clips and stuff like that nice and uh yeah, yeah. I'm at ryan be long comedy I'm going to be in uh, Kenosha at the Kenosha Comedy Club on the 28th and 29th of January. You can go to KurtMetzgerComedy.com 
And uh, I got dates. Rittenhouse is opening, so that'll be cool. I'm doing a benefit for the Rittenhouse boy. <laughs> we just want him to have a nice life now that he... <laughs> he's a big now celebrity. That American, now. now that he's an American hero, we just want him to have the... I like to say that he they were biased against him. This is just biased against him because he's just got like a really fat, annoying face you want to hit with a skateboard. And that's why people, <laughs> that's what this was about. He just has a face you just don't like. I think all three of them are in the FBI. So that's my new take. They're all pedophiles that are in the FBI. Oh, oh, all right. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be quoted. Uh, why did the chicken cross the road? I would like to start by saying I was raised... Uh, Jehovah's Witness. It was a hard time. Uh, oh, you guys don't have to stay for this. I'm just doing my closing <laughs> monologue. <laughs> I'm just doing the closing yeah. monologue of the show. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Right, I gotta go to my spots. All right. So, peace, boys. Thanks, Peace. Because I can't get right. Because I can't get right.